everybody, and welcome to another episode of Magic with Zuby. My name is Zuby, and if you're brand new to this show, this show is all about a little one-on card game called Magic the Gathering. So on today's episode, we brought on none other than Food Time, a.k.a. Food Time Gaming, a.k.a. Food Time Karen, um, a.k.a. Uh, Food Time of Rather Be Drafting podcast, uh, who also does a Magic the Gathering podcast along with his buddies MP Numbers and Des Mags. So we brought him on the show. Uh, we talked about a lot of stuff. We talked about the whole secret layer debacle uh, about The Walking Dead. And then we talked a lot of World of Warcraft and we talked some politics and life and everything else. So, But before we get into that, uh, let's get some announcements out of the way. If you're actually watching the video, you probably noticed that way. Uh, hold on. That the logo is different. Uh, thanks to Efren of Cardsphere.com, um, he made me a new logo, and I'm going to be slowly working on updating all the social media, the podcast stuff to get the new logo reflected. But I just want to mention that so anybody who's listening, still seeing the old logo on the podcast uh, app, it's going to be slowly updated within the next couple weeks because I got to figure out how the heck I'm going to do it on all the podcast apps that I'm a part of. That'll be fun. Very fun. Um, so anyways, uh, the other thing, uh, oh yeah, some other announcements. Uh, if you want to help support the show, you can help support the show's Patreon at patreon.com slash Uh, you can reach out to me on Twitter at magicwithzuby on Instagram at magic underscore with underscore Zuby. And you can email me with any questions you may have at mtgzuby at gmail.com. And there are two quick little ads we got to get out and then we will be in the interview with Futon. Well, hey there, Zoe. Why the long face there, chum? I just want to order some magic cards, but the shipping was too expensive. Too expensive? Well, did you know if you go to LegitMTG.com, you can order any magic cards, and anything over $2 or more has free shipping. Wow, free shipping's at LegitMTG.com. That's amazing. You heard that right, Zoe. Free shipping at LegitMTG.com with any order over $2 or more. Be sure to visit today and get the best deal on Magic Singles and Magic Sealed product available. Wow, that's amazing! And that is how you beat the latest standard meta with Abzan. Ugh, it feels like there's no magic content out there for someone like me. Someone who doesn't want to be competitive. Someone who is... Who is... Anormie? Yeah, exactly! Anormie! Well, have I got the show for you, the all-new Magic Vanormie show! Hi, I'm Pixie. And I'm Zuby. Together, we host the all-new Magic, magic for, for normies. normies! It is the Magic the Gathering show for all your normie needs. We don't care what deck got into the top eight or what deck is winning, we care about having fun playing magic. That's right, Pixie. You can watch us on Pixie's Twitch channel at twitch.tv slash pixiekittenplays and catch the VOD on our YouTube channel, Pixie Kitten Plays. If audio is your thing, you can find episodes on the Magic Wazubi RSS feed. Do 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 do. Magic for normies. Hey everybody, uh, Zuby here, and I've got with me a uh, Pizza Man, uh, aka oh. aka Food Time, um, from the Rather Be Drafting podcast. And also, you have appeared on my streams a bunch of times now. I don't know how many times, but a lot. Yeah, I don't know. It's it's a lot for sure. Yeah, I I feel like like I can't remember exactly when we connected, but I'm pretty sure it was during the pandemic, like the beginning yeah. of it. 
Yeah, and so. we just started playing a lot of EDH, and um, I got to say, you've been one of my favorite players to play with because I feel like you and I have sort of the same attitude with EDH. Like, you know, we can build the super powerful decks and all that shit, and yeah, the, everyone can do that. But you and I, I feel like you love building the the meme decks or, or like jank decks yeah. too, and just having fun with it because that's the most important part with it. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Like, I, I play with a lot of different people, so I have decks that are all over the place. Like, I've got a really bad pirate deck from people like show with the precon or just like the pile yeah. of cards that they have from like, you know, the loose boosters they bought over like a year. And so, like, some pretty tuned decks, like my Carador deck's pretty friggin' tuned. It's probably on like not CDH level, but like eight nine, you know, in that yeah. in that era. So, no, I've got the whole spectrum. Now, and you have how many EDH decks? I don't know, a lot, like sixty, probably. <laughs> oh god! You count mine and my girlfriend's together because, like, I've you know basically built all of hers because she's not as into magic as I am. She likes playing it, but like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I just I built a lot of decks. It's fun. That's awesome. So you also started a podcast this year with uh, MP Numbers and Dez, or does yeah. it go by a different name, or is it just Dez? Uh, it's just Dez. Uh, Dez okay. Twitter, yeah. So what's that podcast all about? Uh, well, it's called Rather Be Drafting, but it, we mostly just talk about, you know, the weekly magic news, whatever's going on. Uh, mostly it's been bans because there's been so many of them since we started the podcast. <laughs> um, you know, yeah. the secret layer drops, we talk about those, just like the general magic news. And then maybe uh, we do try to talk about drafting whenever we can. Uh, Numbers is like the big drafter. I'm the big EDH yeah. guy, as is the resident newbie. Uh, he's like pretty new to magic. He doesn't play a lot. So uh, he, he mostly learns a lot through us. So it's a pretty fun time. That's awesome. So how long have you been playing, actually? Uh, for as long as I can read, and I'm 29, so pretty much forever, yeah. Damn, what what was your first set? I I don't know. Like, I had a, oh. just a collection of cards that a friend gave me that slowly became, like, this sick, like, you know, 200-card pile deck. And then yeah. as I slowly learned the actual rules, it got smaller, and I, I kind of became the blue player because nobody else wanted to play the blue cards. Uh, so my buddy at one point sold me his entire collection of blue cards in a shoebox for 20 bucks. And that's, uh, that's kind of where it started. So I definitely started like oh, way pre-7th edition. Like I remember yeah. the card frame change and everything. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I started in Urza's and I stopped. My first time I stopped was around Nemesis. So I, I missed that whole card frame change. And well, I mean, I do remember it looking different when I got back in with Kamigawa and Ravnica and all that. I but, mean, my uh, first card was, like, a Hurlon Minotaur, like, the red, like, three mana or four mana, like, three, four, whatever. You, you know the card, like, the yeah. iconic, the white Minotaur art. Yeah, that was, like, my first magic card. I don't even remember my first magic card, to be honest. It, I mean, I I just know my first booster pack was Urza Saga. That's all I can remember. It was from a little uh, card shop that, it was a sports card shop, and they had a little booster display of magic cards, and... I, I think I like begged my mom to buy one for me and that's pretty much how it started. I think the first booster I ever actually bought with like, you know, allowance money was I want to say it was like time spiral. But like before that we mm -hmm. just uh my friend's dad, my best friend in the whole world who I still play magic with all the time. You've met him, Daniel. Um his dad would bring home from garage sales just like boxes of cards and we just that, that was Sparky, right? No, no, that's uh Beef Hammer. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Which one was Daniel, the one that you said I met? Uh, he played the mono red decks. 
we played on stream, oh, like, like one time. That's, that's right. Was that when we did like three mono red decks and Yeah, it was a and, good game. And I can't remember like was it Baltan or something was with us or or Delta? I it, something like that. I uh, can't remember. We played a lot of magic. <laughs> I know. We played a lot of pandemic magic together. Yeah. No, but so he would buy boxes and boxes of stuff for you guys? Yeah, yeah. Dude, I remember one time he came with like these long boxes, literally just full of snowlands. Like of each color. Shit. Yeah, just like like I don't know, they must have come from like an LGS or an event or something, because they were just full boxes of snowland. Holy um, crap. He'd come with just like cardboard boxes of people's collections that were selling at garage sales and we just dig through them and build decks. It was a good time. God, you can't do that nowadays. That that's what I miss because um like before I mean, I, n- I never really did that with magic cards, but I used to do that with video games. Um, like oh, yeah. before video game collecting got to be really big, especially like the older NES, Super NES games. Dude, some of my best finds were at garage sales for like my best find at a garage sale was a Sega Genesis system for 10 bucks that came with like five or six games. It was like Sonic 1 and 2, Vector Man, um, NBA Jam. Um, God, uh I've got them somewhere. It was something else. I can't remember. Oh, the oh, Incredible Hulk. You know, that's super sick. That's great. That's ten bucks. That's a good fucking deal. Yeah. The, the only thing it didn't come with was the power adapter, and I'm all like, okay. <laughs> yeah. Oh no. But yeah, you can't find shit like that. And I've heard stories like that with magic cards. Um, dude, it, it used to be. Yeah, you can't do that nowadays, at all. No. No, it's it's sad. Well, I've looked. No, no one's selling just like random boxes of old collections. Like maybe yeah. on eBay you find something if you're lucky, but that's about it. Yeah, the only time I've gotten lucky with a collection was um, I I bought this collection off someone. This was a couple years ago. I think it was before I started the podcast. Um, he literally sold me a uh, how was it like a duffel bag of magic cards for like fifty bucks or something like that. And um, he had, I mean, the majority of it was trash, but he had like two Snapcaster mages in there and wow. like a Stony Silence and all that. Ba- back when Stony Silence was a little bit more expensive before it got reprinted a bunch. Um, so freaking great, great, great. That, that was from my best collection I ever bought. My camera kind of wigging out for you too. Yeah, it is kind of wigging out. All right. Give me a second. I can swap cameras. Sure. Sure, Sorry. we're having just a little bit technical difficulties. Oh, that's all right. Shit happens. Nope, wrong thing. Okay. Oh, no. Oh, no, I switched <laughs> sides. I got to cameras. Give me a second. <laughs> no, it's all right. It's all right. We're, we're still keeping it live here. This is, um, you know, just how we do things at Magic Wazubi. There's not much editing involved, except to make the audio sound better, or at least I try to. It's, um, besides that, the only time I really edit too much is like when you know people lose audio or something like that or um oh, it's just video and all they're looking at is my uh my silly mask so yeah not too big of a deal no oh, yeah. no but we'll get it figured out all right looks like it's coming back all right there it goes yeah, your camera was wigging out like as if it was like an old VCR camcorder or something like that. Uh, yeah, you were talking about Sega Genesis, so uh, it was just like, oh, let's, let's stick with the theme. Let's look old. Yeah, right, right. So um, l- I, we need to get into the the whole freaking magic news of this week. This whole freaking, um, my God, 
It's it it really is something new with magic every fucking week. Something crazy happens. Um and of course what we're talking about is the standard ban of Euro. Oh my gosh. No, no, no. Right? No, oh my god. About time. <laughs> no, I I don't even care about standard. Um I mean I that that could be a whole, I, I I just recently did a podcast talking about how standard is a shit show. Um but so the whole Walking Dead uh secret layer. I do want to preface before we dive into this. I don't like it. I don't like the fact that, and I'm also really tired of hearing the the word or the phrase mechanically unique because my fucking God, everybody's saying that. Um, I, I don't like it. I, I don't like how it's only really available to what North America and all that stuff. Yeah. Like it's like but, 60 countries, something like that. Yeah. yeah. Like, like, like South America's excluded from it. I think like parts of Africa are excluded and all that. Um, but what I feel so, so I got that out of the way, but people's reactions to this shit need, needs to stop. Like it's holy crap. So, um, I, I, when that whole thing first got announced, I jumped into the commander RC discord, the rules committee discord. I'm sorry. I, I was just, I, I wanted to do some salt mining. Um, right. And, Holy crap, people's reactions were like literally the world is falling and Watsi's an evil company. That's that's ridiculous. Yeah. Like it's not the end of the world, it's not the end of magic, it's not that big of a deal. It's like five cards. They probably with the backlash won't do this again, so like chill out everybody. Well it's, it's not really well, then they'll do it again, but <laughs> I mean, it, it, it's it's already kind of set the precedence that they'll do this again, and um, I, I and I watched a lot of um people's reaction videos to this. Uh, notably, I'm gonna drop names here. Uh, just Commander Quarters, which I feel like his videos were, I'm just gonna say it trash. His videos were trash. The the, the reaction he had to him were just trash. I watched the professor's video, fucking trash. Um, and then. What was it? I watched EDH Retcast video, which was felt more a little bit balanced and more um, thoughtful. Like they actually put some thought behind this instead of just being reactionary. And then b- right before we got on this interview, uh, DJ Jumbo Commander released a video too. And um, I watched his video and it felt thoughtful and and actually, you know, balanced as well. And just not all this, oh my gosh, Watsy's evil. You know, this sets such a horrible precedence and all that. Like, the whole world is falling down. Like, I get it. I get where people are coming from. But seriously, the fact that people are now calling for the rules committee to ban the cards before they're even released, that's how you get EDH taken away from the community. Hundred percent. I couldn't agree more. I think that's ridiculous. I don't think it's the rules committee's job to like police Watsy, right? That's not yeah. their job. Their job is to make sure the format isn't completely broken by things like Prophet Kufrex, right? Like that's that's yeah. an issue card, or or Leovold who prevents people from playing the game. These don't yeah. prevent anyone from playing the game. And honestly, at the end of the day, you can just proxy these cards. It's not that big of a deal, especially if you're in a country where you can't get them. Like if you really want to play them, just proxy it. It's, yeah, it's really it's- easy. It's you're right. Proxium that that's I have no issue with that. There's a lot of commander players that wouldn't have an issue with that. Just the way that these are available. I mean, how many times have 
you and I played with people who've proxied really expensive cards because they only have one copy of it and they don't and they want it in other decks, but they're like, all right, well, I don't feel like, you know, switching this out every single time. You know what I mean? Yeah, 100 percent. Like, yeah. I don't do that. If I only have one copy of the card, it only goes in one of my 60 decks. But that's yeah, the exactly that's me because I've yeah. got so many cards, right? Like, I'm just going to put them all in decks at some point. But I understand why people would do that because like, oh, this is my one fetch land and I just I don't want to put it in. 10 different decks i don't want to buy 10 fetch lands because they're overpriced they're not they're not worth 60 dollars just for a commander to be honest with you like modern maybe sure but like don't don't spend 60 dollars on a fetch land for your dh deck just don't do it i could yeah. build three dh decks for that price yeah it yeah and, and the thing that really gets me is like people in the discord were talking about well what if these become must-have cards what if these become edh staples well you know, I, I started really thinking, well, what really defines a staple? A staple is going to be whatever's really kind of local to your meta or the group of people you play with, right? Um, yeah. You, you know, like especially I have never played as much Commander as I have since the pandemic started with you all. And I can say we don't really have a meta per se, if that makes sense. Like we just sort of build random shit. And um, but we have different power levels and all that stuff. And but. I mean, th there's never been a point in time where I felt that I had to build decks to counter your decks. And I know that's not everybody's experience, right? That, that's we, what we have is not the same as what everybody else is going to experience. But if you feel that these become sort of EDH staples or must haves, you know, proxying is fine. And maybe just, I don't know, they aren't needed. They aren't needed cards. Yeah. They don't yeah. prevent you from playing. Yeah, the whole all of Magic the Gathering is pay to play, right? And I've seen the argument like they're not accessible, so they should be banned. But like, so is every card that's on the reserve list. That's like your Gaia's Cradle. That card's way more expensive than these will ever be as a full set, even on the secondary market. There's oh, no yeah. way these will go for more than a Gaia's Cradle as a full set. Oh no yeah, way. it's oh. not gonna happen. No, a hundred percent. And and that you bring up a good point there. So my buddy, um, who I can't remember if you played EDH with him, um, he does come into chat sometimes. The unseen, um, yeah. he's a brand new player. Well, I wouldn't say brand new. He's probably almost like two year old player now. But you know, he has like you compare his collection to ours, it's nothing. And um, he he. And this is a lot of thing. This is a thing that a lot of new players come across is the accessibility of certain cards because he he wanted to do that um sanguine bond uh life combo sanguine bond and oh what's the other card I know yeah. the card you're talking about I can't remember it off the top of my head it's it, it, it's it yeah it, it's the two enchantments that you know do, yeah. do that whole life thing pretty much what Vito can do you know um yeah. so he wanted to do that combo in his Sir Conrad deck but. What I think one of the enchantments was like 20, 30, 40 bucks or something like that. And exquisite blood, it's like 50 bucks, 60 it, bucks now. Jeez, holy shit! Yeah, <laughs> so so that, that's a good example, right? 60 bucks for a single card. When back when that card first came out, how much was like five, ten bucks maybe? Not, not yeah, even something like that. So, I mean, something... it was what original Innistrad block, so you're it's competing for price against things like. Cavern of Souls and original Liliana of the Veil and Snap, 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 Snap So it yeah. wasn't worth yeah, it wasn't worth that much because there's these cards that were like so much higher in price. Yeah. So people snapped them up when they were cheap. And now they haven't reprinted it. So that card's not accessible to most players. Totally agree. Yeah, and you know, I, I can name a whole bunch of cards that suddenly shot up in price and it it 
it makes me and it's a weird thing as a magic player because you want your cards to be worth something right because there's always that possibility of hey i can sell my play set of guys cradles and put a down payment on a car something like that right right, right yeah. um or but i also want to be able to have these cards at an accessible price too at the same time it's this it's a balance that a lot of magic players fight with <laughs> so it's um it, it's it's frustrating to see that like one of the arguments i see is accessibility but when you look at the majority of edh staples that a lot of tune decks play they're not accessible no like like, like rustic study rustic study is not accessible for most players nope sensei's divining top has shot up in price it, it that card single th copy in a single deck. Right? Yeah, that that card used to be sub like ten bucks. I remember like 10, 15 bucks, and then people started playing it. Shot way up in price. It's probably what 30, 40 bucks now or something like that. Something like that. I know the one reprinting dropped it a little bit, but not enough. Not enough to make yeah. it accessible. So I feel like the accessibility argument is kind of not there because there's already so many other cards that are not accessible for a lot of players. Yeah. And, um, oh God, dude, it's, I, I mean, he, here, I'm going to pull up, uh, some quotes I saw in the, in the discord and I, I sort of want to discuss some of these. Um, so one person said, I didn't write down names or anything cause I don't remember. Um, it says been playing since revised nowhere near the same game anymore. Just a money grab. That's it. <laughs> um, the whole game's a money grab. The whole game is buying booster packs hoping you get the expensive card. The game is gambling. As much as they want to say it's not because you're getting game pieces, the game, fundamentally, when you buy a booster pack, what you're doing is gambling that you're going to get something that you want or something that's valuable. 100%. Well, yeah, that wasn't that sort of the whole purpose of why they did booster packs? Like, I thought I've read somewhere that Richard Garfield wanted the wanted the play experience to be you and I both open booster packs we both build different kind of decks and that's why anti was made so we could try to win each other's cards that you know you may have opened a black lotus at the time but I may have gotten some moxes that you wanted but I really want that black lotus so we could trade right this is before yeah. the advent of singles and the internet and all that so it's you're right it's always been a gamble 100% so to say that this is just a money grab, well, no shit. Of course yeah, it it's, is. It's so weird that like, oh no, they're selling single individual cards. Watsy's selling us individual cards. Well, good. Then that means I don't have to gamble on a booster pack to get the cards I want. I think that's fine. I don't think that's the end of the world. It would be cool if they also sent these to stores, like local game stores, yeah. as also like, hey, you guys can sell this for whatever market you want to help them. Like they did, I think, with the, the what was it, the April Full Secret Layer? They sent that to stores. They should do that with these as well. I think that would probably alleviate at least some of the hate, but yeah. uh, probably not. People are just mad. Yeah, and yeah. it's it like I said, it feels just so overblown. And s some of the reaction videos I watched today, like talk about Mitch from Commander Quarters, Watsy's dead to me, or Wizards is dead to me, and the command the Commander RC Commander RC needs to ban these cards. I'm like, you're you're literally like. Gatekeeping, yes, that's a good way to put it. And getting an entity like the RC to basically yell at them enough to where they have to feel they need to do something, you're just 
reacting to the mob mentality at that point. If they if they do ban this, that sets not only a bad precedence because then the RC is prone to mob mentality of people just yelling at them because they don't like certain cards. And it also sets a precedence of Watsi, some higher up at Watsi or Hasbro can just be like, well, fuck them. We're going to take the format. And for people who say, oh, no, that can't happen, it could. Because Hasbro yeah. could definitely send some, they could probably send some lawyers for some shit for what something, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, they I think they coined the commander term when they first made the commander deck. So they just be like, this is commander, and what they have is EDH. And if you want to play commander, you have to follow our rules. If you want to play EDH, you follow their rules. Like, they could totally split the format. It would split players. It would be really oh, yeah. bad for the game if they did that. So, like, don't do not do that. But yeah, oh, it's oh. super deeply Like, I have a oh, buddy who okay. doesn't play a lot of Magic. He's, we've, like, he's come over. He's borrowed some of my decks to play. Like, you know, he understands how to play. He, he gets it. He's played some Magic, but he doesn't have a commander deck. I showed him the Negan card, which is his favorite character in The Walking Dead. I've never seen the show. I know he's kind of, like, a bad person or whatever. But he's like, dude, I'm so excited. I want to build this deck. This is going to be so awesome. I'm finally going to build a commander deck. I'm going to, I'm going to purchase this secret layer. And then if he got the card and it was banned, like, what's he supposed to do, right? Yeah. And I know the argument of make it silver bordered, but some places are just like, no silver bordered cards, no silver bordered commanders. We won't let you do that. Yeah. Um, they could have done easily the Godzilla thing where they just put literally just mm-hmm. some random card name that doesn't exist, like they did with the original uh, Buy a Box Godzilla promo, which originally yeah. had a card that that card doesn't actually exist. It's only Godzilla. But people aren't upset about that. The only way to get that card is to buy a box. In two years, when Ikori is not seeing print anymore, the only way to have gotten that card is to buy a box promo or buy it on the secondary market. It's almost exactly the same. Yeah. Right? You're right. You're right. I, I think the argument with that would be, though, is that that was more accessible, where there was probably more printings of that, and it wasn't just excluded to Sorry, such no. a smaller time frame, time period. Yeah, yeah. But... I mean... T- 10 days to buy the set is not the worst, right? Yeah. Um, there's there's plenty of other games, plenty of other companies that release like a limited time like tennis shoe or whatever, right? And people don't go up in arms about that. They released 100 of those or like 300 of those Jace shoes, right? That was it. That was it. Like exclusivity isn't necessarily a bad thing, I don't think. Plus the secret layers, they print to order. So however many get ordered, they're going to make that many. So there could potentially be more of these cards than there are the Godzilla cards. We don't know that for sure yet. Yeah. Right. There's ten whole days for people to buy out because uh, there's a limit on how many secret layers you're allowed to buy at a single time. But people okay. are going to get all their friends, all their family members oh, to yeah. also buy as many as they can, so they can resell them later. So these might actually flood the market depending on how well they sell. No, that, that we just yeah. you can't know. Yeah, I, I guess we won't know, and yeah, I don't know. I, I I feel like it it it's okay to not like this product. It's okay. 100%. To not like what precedent this sends, but to try to get an entity like the RC to do your personal bidding and say like you have you must do something, you must ban these, sends a very dangerous message, and it sends and and the fact that there's so many people cheering for this too, like from that commander quarters video, that that it makes me shake my head in disgust. Like that that's not what you should be doing with your platform. You should not be rallying people with this mob mentality to possibly, you know, like I said, if they ban the cards, Watsy could just be like, fuck you guys. All right. It's our it's our shit now. Yeah, you're hurting our bottom line. You can't do that to us. Right. Yeah. Like, I remember when companions came out, there were a bunch of people saying they should ban all the companions. They should ban this mechanic. There should be no companions and commander. It's a hundred and first card. I don't like this, but they didn't. They didn't bow to that mob mentality. So I'm hoping they don't like bow to this one, even though. 
it's much louder and much stronger, but like it it's not it's not that big of a deal. Yeah. Like I agree that this is a bad precedent and they shouldn't be doing this. I totally agree with that a hundred percent. But I just don't think the cards should be banned. I don't think that's a good good move. Also, like um Hasbro technically actually I think owns the rights to the Walking Dead TV show now. They bought this company that uh, Entertainment One that owned the rights to um, the TV show distribution back at the end of 2019. So, like, this is a Hasbro product in the same way that, like, the My Little Pony and the Transformer cards and the, and Nerf the, the guns. set yeah. are all part of Hasbro. These are now part of Hasbro. So, we're going, we should expect to see more of these. So, like, yeah. I'm, I mean, shit. They just announced that um, they are, that they are uh, making a, Power Rangers and G.I. Joe D&D supplements today. That's awesome. And you, you know what I saw from the reaction of the D&D community? Exactly your reaction. That's awesome. That's awesome. Dude, uh, my, my old boss at my old job, he was super big D&D nerd, right? And mm-hmm. um, we he sh- he brought in to work one day the um, the like conversion set for Rick and Morty. Mm-hmm. That was cool. That was super rad. They, like, it can just also be converted to this thing that is totally not like a fantasy setting it's a sci-fi setting yeah but it works and that's really cool and you know what i don't like rick and morty and you know i didn't have to buy the product and it does not affect my enjoyment of DD. just like these walking dead cards do should not and do not affect your enjoyment of edh or any other format yeah agreed it's I mean, we've seen a lot of crossover stuff lately, um, especially in D&D. D&D's seen crossover from Magic, um, you know, the Rick and Morty thing. They just had a Stranger Things that they did. Um, I think it was about... Where is my Stranger Things? Oh, there it is. Okay. Um, like, a year or two ago? And there was a campaign. Like, it was more geared towards kids, like teenagers and all that. It's like, shit, if yeah. I was a teenager, I would play the hell out of that campaign. Super simple campaign, but like really fun you know yeah um i don't know man i don't know it's the once again what gets me irritated is when you see magic twitter magic youtube you know magic facebook i guess magic social media sphere people really forget that that's not representative of what the majority of the magic community actually is yeah of all of the people in my local playgroup, I'm the only one that talks about magic on Twitter or anywhere else. Like, I'm the only one. Yeah, I'm me too. It. My friends don't. They, they just don't care. They just play the game with me when they come over and they hang out and have a few beers or whatever, you know? Yeah. Like, that's their extent of doing it. And, like, most of them are pretty excited about these cards. They're like, oh, shit, I'm going to buy the secret layer. That's really cool. Like, I'm not going to tell them not to. Like, I'm. Yeah. it's their money. They can do whatever the hell they want with it. The fact that I have seen some people, like say that if you buy these secret layers you're a traitor you know or you're a watsy apologist i'm just like that is the kind of attitude that i'm just like all right you need to calm down like if you really tie your worth to this game that deeply and you get offended that people are buying these secret layers you you need some help you need to step back and like reevaluate the priorities of your life at that point yeah, I think some people are just too emotionally tied to like a card game. It's it's a game. It's there for entertainment. Also, like this Watsi is beholden to their shareholders before the players. Their their oh, yeah. only thing that they really at the end of the day care about is making their shareholders happy because they give them money. 
right? We give them money too, but we don't give them the kind of money their shareholders just like dump on them to produce new things. Oh yeah, oh yeah. We we don't give the the top brass their executive bonuses and all that. Yeah. So and, and you know that that sort of brings up another subject I want to bring uh, talk about because I, I saw some people say, you know, like oh, you know, the w- Watsi as we know it is dead. Um, you know, and and people were talking about like oh, you know, when Watsi be- before Hasbro, Watsi was way more in tuned with the players and all that stuff. And it, it's sort of a shift that we see in a lot of corporate cultures. I think as time has gone on. I mean, you and I are both Blizzard fanboys. And we've seen the same exact thing happen with Blizzard, like the evolution of Blizzard when they got bought out by Activision. How look at the changes we saw happen, which is World of Warcraft, right? Yeah, it's it's and it it can be a little disheartening because, you know, you like to think of Watsi or Blizzard as like your friend. Right. But a lot of people have to realize they're not your friend. They're, They're not. That there, yeah. there could be some really awesome people that work there that you could consider friends, but the entity is not your friend. Yeah, it's, it's a money-making machine, and that's, at the end of the day, their only goal. And if their market research says, hey, a bunch of people are going to buy these one-of-a-kind Walking Dead Sea Rollers, they're going to make it. And oh, we're yeah. going to see more. Like, 100% we're going to see more. Oh, oh, yeah. People have to realize, like, this decision wasn't made you know, just out of the blue. No, there was, there was a marketing team behind this saying, Hey, if we make this, you know, we could expect to sell X, Y, Z units and make, you know, X amount of money with this too. And this isn't some, you know, harebrained scheme of Watsy or Hasbro thinking, Oh yeah, let's let's just, just release the walking dead, you know, make make some walking dead cards. No, there was plans for this and it's been planned for a while. Yeah, for sure. And we're going to see this more. And, you know, if you don't like it, don't don't fucking buy it. All right. It's but but don't hamper other players enjoyment if they get enjoyment out of these cards. Right. Yeah. yeah. I've seen a lot of people say, if you sit down and play one of these commanders, I will just walk away from the table. Like, don't be a dick. That's just rude. Like somebody spent their money to buy this card and they spent their time crafting a deck around this card for you to just go no i don't want to like that's that's rude that's just mean don't do that yeah like imagine if that uh one guy you were talking about your friend who's super excited about this you know he's like all right this is what's going to get me into magic now he goes to his lgs and you got players just being assholes to him you, what's yeah. that going to do it's just going to drive him away he's just going to be right. like well fuck magic then you know exactly so it's Ah, man. I feel we can just go on and on about this. It's so frustrating. So It's it just it, the community's reaction to it. It's so overblown. Just like fucking everything with the community. And, and, and the thing that really got me, like when I was watching the professor's video today, he was complaining that, oh, well, this breaks the immersion in magic. <laughs> and, I'm, and I'm all like... And, and and before uh, we even talk about altar cards, right? You you had a really funny thing you said in the Discord last night. Can, can you remember what it was? Yeah, yeah. So basically, like, Magic is, like, the worst game for immersion, I think, by far. You can take a land, and you can animate it. Now you have a walking land. You can crew a vehicle, like a train, with that walking land. You can play a bludgeoning brawl and turn your nickel bolus into an artifact, and then you can equip your train being driven by a land with a nickel bolus and smack somebody with it. Where is the immersion? What do you mean? 
Like, I play Commander, there's no immersion in Commander. Look at the, the Zenistrad Vampire and this Conquistador Vampire are going to attack you while the Sedgar Markov pumps them up. Like, it, 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 Magic is not an immersive game. I'm sorry, it just isn't. Maybe if you're drafting and things kind of make sense in context there, but, like, not really. Like, remember that time in the lore when my mobilized district got inside a submarine and attacked your face? Like, it, it doesn't make... No, oh Magic's my God, not an immersive game. I'm sorry. <laughs> now... Now, I, I would have to argue that Magic can be an immersive game. It can, can be. be. And, and that's where, that's one of the things that I sometimes like doing with EDH deck is, or decks, is building a flavorful deck. Like, like one of the decks that I built early on, um, right after Journey into Nick came out, was a Theros God deck. And it was five color, it was, it was Corona, the false god was the commander. And I built that. And um, I had all fifteen Theros gods in it, and I used the um, the the avatars or the 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 the, the avatars from um, was it Lorwyn Shadowmore and all that, yeah. the the five color ones, just to yeah, just to build up my devotion and all that, and um, it, it was such a terrible deck, and, and and I literally built it like where everything has to be Theros themed, and that in that way that can be immersive. But what's to say? What's to stop someone from saying, "All right, now I want to build a Walking Dead deck"? You know, have it just be all Walking Dead. That does nothing stops you, and it doesn't stop you from being "quote unquote" immersed into the right. game. Yeah, like um, I've seen somebody. I think it was on Reddit or Facebook or something. Who had an entire deck where every single card was altered. Whoops! To basically be Avatar: The Last Airbender, either the art. Or like the names, yeah. and they did like the thing with the Godzilla cards where it has the real name of the card underneath. But all of the cards were altered to Avatar: The Last Airbender, which isn't magic themed, but it's still immersive within itself, right? So that's like yeah. really cool. Like my pirate deck I was talking about, every card in there is either a pirate or pirate themed, or like Marchesa Smuggler, who's like, oh, this smuggler is going to help the pirates get through. Like it, it, it's flavorful in itself, but then like when someone sorts a plowshire as a god, where's where's the immersion in that? That god's going to go to pl- okay, it's going to go. Like, work the farms, I guess? This god? Like, Heliod? All right. I don't know. I think the argument of making things immersive is, is not good either. No, and, and the, the immersive arguments I've seen is this, the same fucking thing I see from everybody. It's like, oh, well, pretty soon there's going to be a Ronald McDonald card or a Burger King card or some Coca-Cola card. I'm like, Jesus Christ. All right, so let's say there are, right? Right. Who cares? You know? I mean... He- cards. Hell, I mean... It, there could be you, you could very well make McDonald's and Burger King cards right now. Food tokens. Get a pizza. Yeah, p- p- pizza hut card. Food tokens. <laughs> H- have you have you not already seen like the the fast food food token alters and all that? Yeah, people awesome. have already I made that them. shit. It's, right. It's um, oh god. It's and I feel like that's just such a bad argument. Doesn't make it immersive. Um, I I will agree with people saying the art is bad. Yeah, the the art's pretty bad looking on those. Yeah, cards. I mean. They had to draw the real actors, right? Yeah. Whoever the artists were. So, like, they were kind of limited there. I just don't think the frames do the art justice. I feel like they maybe had better yeah. frames. The art and, would look a little better and maybe a little more magic. I don't like the extended yeah. art with the text over it. I don't like that look. I think it would have been better if it was just more like a normal magic card, maybe with, like, some Walking Dead, like, crumpled paper or whatever as, like, the text box. I think that would have yeah. honestly looked so much better. But, like, eh, you know, it's whatever. Yeah, I, I felt like it may have been... I feel like it would have maybe have done it justice better had it not looked so digital and maybe make it more comic booky, like still have them look like the actors, but maybe actually look at, 
make it look like they're more drawn, you know? Yeah. Like, not as real. Because right now, they just look like really bad CGI characters, a lot of Pretty yeah, they're, they're kind of on the uh what's the word like the cusp of reality where it's like a little too close but a little too far yeah. there's a word for that that i'm not remembering the uncanny valley or something or that's it yeah they're a little yeah. uncanny valley i feel that but i haven't watched the show so i don't really know like the actors and the characters that well like i i've seen a couple episodes of my family yeah. been watching it or whatever and i've walked past i'm like oh they're just talking <laughs> like that's that yeah seems like I, most of the show to me i i only watched up to season seven or or i finished season seven or something it like i I will say the show was really good in the beginning of it that's what i've heard and um then it just felt like they didn't know what to do like it it was literally starting out to be the same thing they they have to survive they meet a group of people they think these group of people are good oh no they're bad now we got to stop them okay they they defeat the people and then they move on somewhere else rinse and repeat it's like the same thing and it's boring it got boring because you just realized oh they're just going to keep doing this and they, and they had and they had a guy who was like the king of this town who had a really bad cgi tiger and it was just, <laughs> I've, I've seen the tiger <laughs> it was so bad <laughs> like like the, the the actor like i felt like he did a really good job but fucking hell that tiger was so terrible to look at yeah I've also seen the the CGI on like the gun flashes that were really bad too. They're just like bah, 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 oh. bah, 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 with like guns that can't do. It's so silly. Oh, I guess I never noticed that. I, That's I, funny. I, I watched like some some compilation clips on YouTube. It was oh, really funny. okay. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, man, it's wild. It, it, it's it's frustrating, like overall, because it's um, I don't know, I don't know. Uh, you know, for people listening out there, you know, what are your thoughts on it? Should should the should the rules committee ban this? And if they did ban it, what kind of precedent does that really set? That that to me sets a very dangerous precedent. Yeah. Watsy. And, and I don't even think it would be Watsy that would do anything. I think it'd be Hasbro would just be like, nope, fuck that shit. You know yeah, what? They're literally ruining our bottom line. We're selling these cards to a specific group of players and the players are like, nah, banned. You can't play them. That's it's terrible. It's stupid. Oh, like yeah. That. Oh man. So what else has been going on with you? How you been doing? Pretty good, otherwise. Um, you know, just <laughs> hanging out, playing among us with people. Mostly. Oh my gosh. Holy shit. So I'm so glad I, I played that game. It's um and I it, it is well let me ask you this with Among Us. Is it even worth playing with random people online or is it just um, always better with friends? It is much better with friends. I played with randoms a couple times, and like my first game with randoms, somebody immediately just called an emergency meeting and started calling someone sus. Like, oh, and then God. everyone's like, "All right, that was pointless." And yeah, no, I, I think it's better when you can actually be on Discord yelling at your friends. I think that's that's where the game really shines. <laughs> oh um, yeah, oh yeah, yeah. The game, by the way, totally free on mobile. Like, if you have it on your phone, like you really? get your family. Yeah, completely free on mobile. Has like all same maps, same number of everything. Yeah totally download it like i'm gonna get my family we're gonna sit around like the dinner table and we're gonna we're gonna play together so like on iphone on our phone uh iphone and android yeah holy Among shit us. I, did, I had no yeah. idea it was even yeah. on it also it also cross plays with pc and, <gasps> and the other devices yeah so you can get people who don't have pcs you can have your whole family sit around oh my god because my kids have been wanting to play this so bad and i'm all like it's not that i don't mind spending the money on it it's just crap now i have to set them up with steam accounts i gotta it's just nope. hassle 
Yep, just get them on their phones. Just make sure no one's looking at each other. So, because like you still have to like swipe the key cards and stuff. So if someone's just standing by someone, you can kind of look over and see if they're moving their fingers. Oh, just I see what you mean. Everyone like look away from each other or whatever, and then maybe during the meeting turn back towards each other. Super, super, super fun. Usually oh, I like awesome. play around with randos in, in bed because I'm like going to sleep, just like ah, da, 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 da. dude. It, it was that um that game that we had the other night when there was like seven or eight of us. Um, with uh, well, we had MP numbers, Baltan, uh, one of your friends, Spartacus, Sparky, Sparky, yeah, Sparky. That's my boy. Um, it's another one of my real life friends. Play Magic with all the time. And um, dude, that that whole time that um, I I feel like on that one game that I won, I was, I I'm getting better at being imposter, and where I got Delta <laughs> kicked off. <laughs> oh, that was good. That was good stuff. Yeah. Oh, um, and, yeah. and that that's what's the fun of it. It's um, it's. It's one of those games where you you know you don't need to have like quick skills or you know like really good like you know APM or something like that or like yeah, be really be twitchy. A, yeah, you don't have to be a good gamer. You just have to have some social deduction skills. That's really yeah. it. Yeah. At, like the the first time that we played, um, I think it was what Saturday night or something where we had Pixie with us. Oh and, yeah. And Efren, holy shit, Pixie got me every single fucking time she was the impo- <laughs> Like, I could not tell and all that stuff. It's, um... Oh, yeah, she's really good. She's really yeah. good. <laughs> Dude, I had that one uh, one game. I think I followed Andy around for, like, a good long while at the start of the game. So yeah. he completely was like, no, he's innocent. He couldn't have done it. He was with me the oh, whole time. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, I think he killed me first in that game. And you were like, no, no, he's innocent. I just want to fucking scream in the mic. No, he's not! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude, that's the best. Uh, it's so good. No, wh- uh, I, had, I th- that is sorry, what. I, oh yeah, yeah. I had a game on on mobile the other night. Uh, I walked into electrical, and the other killer was there. And somebody walked in. I murdered him, and somebody else walked in behind them, like yellow. And they're like, "Oh, it's pink and black, pink and black." They were there. I saw them. It was pink and black. I was like, "No, nah, yellow did it." I saw him do it right in front of me, and they all kicked him out. <laughs> I was the imposter. <laughs> they didn't know. So oh my fun. god, that's great. No, yeah. that that um that game where you were fault were you saying Andy's uh innocent and all that he he killed me first and then th- I think that's what's fun with the game like even if you die you know and you're listening to everybody chatting you're you you want to tell everybody so bad like no it was fucking food time he did it he did it it, it wasn't it wasn't Andy <laughs> and yet you yeah. and you just hear like you know yourself like having to trick people into thinking no no, no it wasn't me at all <laughs> Right. Or uh, just having to try to remember all the things you've done, and if you're like, "Oh man, I don't remember what that task I was doing is," you're like, "No, oh, he's guilty," right? Like, oh, or dude. having to make up the tasks that you did, be like, "No, I was doing wires, and then I walked over to to the engine to fix that." Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I then I walked over to get fuel. That's 100 percent what I did. You're just making it up. Oh my gosh! Let, like that one time I was the imposter, and I said I, I was getting rid of the leaves or whatever, and it's like, "Oh no, sus." I'm like, "Fuck." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you just stick with your lie, even if it's not a good lie. You gotta stick with it. Well, I just didn't know. I just didn't know what the fucking call it, like taking out the trash or whatever. I'm like, yeah, they, yeah, it, it looks like leaves. I you know? knew what you meant, but I think I was dead, so I couldn't say anything. I was like, no, I know what he means. <laughs> yeah. He needs the trash. The trash with the leaves. Oh the my leaf god. Trash. No, I think my favorite game was um, you were the imposter, and I was following Andy around because he looked so fucking suspicious. And all that shit. I'm following him around like this motherfucker did it. Like, cause I, I think, I think what happened was like you killed someone and Andy was like near the same area where that person was killed. And 
so like we went to the meeting and we i think we skip vote or something go, go into the next one i'm like all right it's fucking andy i'm gonna follow him just to make sure <laughs> and then you fucking come around the corner just kill me i'm like fuck what the hell <laughs> so good such a fun game oh my god oh shit it, it, it's it's like that and Fall Guys have been some of my most surprising fun games of this year. Yeah, like, Fall Guys is great too. A little yeah. frustrating. But oh oh yeah, oh yeah. I, I'm so glad they freaking fixed the cheating thing for the most part in, in the yeah. in the PC version. Apparently, PS4 never had that issue with any of the cheating. And uh, are you freezing up on me? You were freezing up on me, but I think oh. we're good now. Okay. Okay. So, so yeah, yeah, they, they were saying, um, or people were saying, PS4 never had the cheating issue before. Hmm. Did you ever play it on PS4 or anything? Or I've only played it on PC. My buddies played it on PS4. He said the games are easier there than playing on PC, just because like Wouldn't I guess players me. are worse. But yeah, yeah. I don't know. Oh man, and um, shit. So, God, um. What else has been going on, man? It's um, I, I'm I'm glad to have you on the show here, um, just finally being able to chat. I know we talked about this for a while, yeah. And um, it's been uh, it's been fucking crazy lately. Like this whole month, I'm so glad it's over. Tonight was the last night I had to work late for at least a while, hopefully. And um, yeah, it's just been it's been crazy. You started a new job though, didn't you? Yeah, pretty pretty much as yesterday. So I'm still waiting on like my full schedule and everything for that. So, well, that's good. That's, at least. that's exciting. Yeah, that's good. Uh, when was the last time you worked before that? Was it before the pandemic or? Yeah, so I was working another job with the pandemic. We shut down, and then we were open for a few weeks for like at door pick because it was a retail job. Um, yeah. No, at door pickup only. Um, and then they wanted to fully reopen, and I was like, mm, no. So. Kinda... Oh, when, when did they want to fully reopen? What when like, was that? Way in the middle of the pandemic. Like, it, oh. it was too early. Yeah, no, no. It was, like, my sister was pregnant at the time. She lives here. So, like, it was just oh, like, a, all right, yeah, no, 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 right. no, no, no. Yeah, well, we're, I, we're, we're I, I think I remember show. you telling me that. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. So, luckily, they, they had, like, a voluntary, you know, if you don't want to work, you don't have to. We understand, which was really nice. But then eventually, they're like, nah, you have to come back to work. We're losing too much money. And I'm like, all right, bye. <laughs> so. Dude, I don't blame you. Like, how's California been? Like in your in your neck of the woods, like with the pandemic, uh, not great. I mean, I I go to the store all the time. I saw people see people not wearing their masks and like oh, yeah. just not following the guidelines and getting in people's faces. Like, dude, what are you doing? Some of the restaurants here started to open up. Like, I don't just get your food and go. Like, go home. You don't need to eat out at a restaurant. Like, what are you doing? Oh, it's so should I be shamed that I went out to eat at a restaurant last weekend? Probably just a little bit. Were you outside? Was it like distanced? Well, it was inside, but it was distanced yeah, that's good at least no i saw it like all the booths were full of people like oh no just, no I it was um home. so it was the uh my wife and i were celebrating 14 years together and um we went to uh texas day brazil which is like a brazilian steakhouse place a uh, franchise i think i i don't know how many places or uh restaurants there are of it but um and so like I had reservations made for about a month and we get there and it was the first weekend that our governor decided to reopen the state like completely and dude the outside was jam packed and there was like uh, a three hour wait and there was people waiting like why I, I, I 
I would not wait three hours. I mean, the food's fucking good. Don't get me wrong. Like, the food's really good, but it's not three hours wait good. I'd rather yeah. go to McDonald's and eat, like, a McChicken <laughs> than wait three I mean, hours. I like McDonald's, but I, I just like food. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, um... But, yeah, no, no. It was very spaced out. Um, because cause we've been to that restaurant before, before the pandemic, and it was, like, one of those, it feels pretty crowded and there like the tables feel so smushed together but and uh, it was spaced out and it's a nice open restaurant too like with big ceilings and um, oh, that's good at least yeah but yeah i mean Flor- florida's really no different there's people not wearing masks and shit i went to the gym for the first time tuesday and uh, it's really hard to do cardio while wearing a mask i will say that i bet yeah the gyms here have not opened back up i think they opened up for like uh, a week or two and they're like nah never mind we're gonna close back down Cause like yeah. people are just getting sick and yeah, it wasn't good. Like I have a gym membership that I haven't had to pay it for six months. So that's kind of cool, but I haven't been in like yeah. six months. So yeah. No, I finally went and it's like, I'm looking around and I mean, there was, there wasn't a whole lot of people there. Um, but it's like people not wearing masks and all this stuff. Like why running and huffing and puffing? Like, yeah, eh, that's not cool, but I don't know. It's, um, so I mean, uh, so it doesn't sound like I'm hearing some of the, well, where, where are you in California again? Uh, I'm in SoCal. I'm pretty SoCal. close okay. to Disneyland, not to dox myself or anything, but I used to work there. Um, okay. So I'm close enough that I've worked at Disneyland. Let's put it that way. Okay. So yeah, like, uh, I'm, I could probably, it'd probably knock me out, but I could probably walk to Disneyland for I'm at more or less, probably take me an hour or two, but like I could probably. Yeah. But why would you want to? I wouldn't. It's Disneyland. So, right, they're still not open. By the way, they've they've been closed this whole time. Oh, dang. Disneyland or Disney, Disney World? Land. Yeah, D- Disney World has been open since June or July here. Yeah, I think Disney World's probably a little bit more easier to open because like it's so bit so much bigger and yeah. so much more spacious. Yeah. Disneyland was made forever ago, so it's just like tight little areas all over the place. I hate, I hate going to Disneyland when like like when I'm not working there. Yeah, I, I don't work there currently or anything. But like, I, I, man, I've, I've never been Ugh. to Disneyland at all ever. Um, I've never actually been to California. Um, it's I need to get over there. I've only been as far west as Las Vegas. That's eh, like California. It's like a four-hour drive. Yeah, that's what I've heard. Um, yeah. But yeah, the last I heard with Disney World, they're only opening like thirty percent capacity or something. So if you can brave the COVID, I mean, it's perfect time to go right now. Right. Like no many, so many, not many crowds and all that shit. Thank God, but yeah, man. I mean, Florida. You've probably heard me talk on stream about it. It's just I have. It's a shit show. Such a oh, shit yeah. show. It's pretty bad here too, though. Like I think what California and Florida are two of the worst. Yeah, I think so. And New York, yeah. too, or yeah. something, or all the major population centers have a lot of people who are sick. Huh? Who would have guessed? I know, right? Right. Um. Yeah, like the counties in Florida. Um, like the Tampa County and the Miami County, those are the two hardest hit ones like my County. Cause I live right North of Tampa. Uh, my County is, I'll be honest. Like I don't even think it's hit 3000 cases since March. That's pretty good, which it's good. Cause we have an overall population of like three to 400,000 people. And um, so yeah, only 3000 reported cases at least is not that bad at all. Yeah, so. um, I'm in Orange County, so we're at a uh, we're at under three thousand right now. We've been trending under five thousand, so that's not bad. But I, there's a lot of people in Orange, so yeah, 
yeah, probably way more people. But, oh yeah, probably. Dude, it's um, God, uh, you, you know, I, I, I'm gonna we're gonna talk some politics here, and um, oh boy, fun, oh, fun. Did you happen to watch the debate at all last night? Uh, I watched highlights. I, I accidentally took a nap through the whole thing. Literally a three hour nap while the debate was happening. Oh, probably a good choice on me. Seemed like it was uh, a bit of a shit show. Oh my god, it was. It was so bad, man. It was, um... I, I'm scared for this country. It's like... It, it's, it's like at a point now where... And, and maybe it's because I live in Florida, right? Because my, my county is such a Republican county because I see Trump signs everywhere that I've just got a feeling Trump's going to win again. And maybe that's because of my surroundings of where I'm at. Um, Probably. And it's just, I've just got this sinking feeling that even if Biden wins, right, I've got a feeling like Trump is just going to push it back as much as he can. Oh, yeah. 100%. Try, to, try to do it legally and all that stuff without trying to stage a military coup and all that. Um, but um, but I'm just like, I, I'm not even that hopeful. Like, even if Biden wins, I don't even feel that hopeful because he's going to spend four years trying to fix the shit that Trump did. It probably right. barely going to get anything done. You know, it's like I, I we're we're damned if you do, damned if you don't. Yeah, so, I don't know. The the whole government's just it doesn't fucking work like it should. Like it's it's built on a system that doesn't support I think the number of fucking people we have in this country. No, it supports the rich, that's about it. Yeah. There's so many people though that like it's, none of it makes any sense, man. I mean, freaking perfect example is this pandemic. I mean, how long did it take them just to send out that first stimulus check? Friggin they were supposed to send out a second one. Never happened. Yeah. Like, what was it? The House signed for the second one, and then the Senate just wouldn't agree, like, to even fucking do it. They were like, no. So, yeah. it's such fucking bullshit, man. It's it, it, the fact that you know, this is such an unprecedented time where something as simple as, hey, let's try to help the American people you know, <laughs> oh, shit. Um, sorry, that was the COVID. Um, oh no, <laughs> joking. I don't have COVID. Okay. Um, or do I? I don't know. Um, but uh, you know, the, the fact that even something is getting that first stimulus bill passed was such a shit show should just really go to show you like how fucked up the system is. Right. Like if you if you give people that money, most people especially poor people, they're just going to spend it immediately. They're not going to invest it. They're going to spend it, and it's going to go back into the economy, and it's going to keep these places open that are closing. Like, yeah. that's just what's going to happen. Like, it's just this. Yeah, it's... Man, I don't know. Uh, I mean, it, it's like, when I had a Coach Davey on here, it, he said it best, like, just go vote. Like, you know, e yeah. e you know, it doesn't matter who, who you vote for. You know, get your voice heard. Um, You know, it's... I don't know, man. It, it's scary times. Like, that whole debate... Um, like, God, it's, and I think back to the 2016 debates and they were at least entertaining because no one thought at all Trump would ever win in a million yeah. years. And then you, you look back at that and you're like, oh shit, that's kind of scary. Like, fuck, he actually did it. <laughs> and, yeah. um, and n now you're watching these debates like here between Trump and Biden, two old white guys going at it, like fucking sad and i'm sorry yeah. it's it, it is you know I, i'm gonna be voting biden i'm just gonna put that out there but the fact that biden is the best that the democrats can come up with 
really? Yeah, there's better people, for just, sure. Just, but, like, that's who they chose, and we didn't really get a say in it. Just fucking really? It, it's, it's 2016 all over again. Like, when, you know, fucking DNC gave it to Hillary. Just, God, it sucks, man. We need more than two parties. Look at all the other countries that have multiple parties, and they seem to actually kind of have their shit together a little bit. Should we just get rid of the executive branch? Should we just go, like, go completely, like, just get rid of having a president and let's just have a Senate and Congress and all that? And, and you know, the Supreme Court? Do we really need a president? That's a good question. I mean, I mean, I'm not qualified to answer that. I, I'm not qualified either. Like, I'm, I'm a dumbass, all right? Like, when it comes to political science and political theory and all that stuff, I don't fucking know. I don't know how to run a country, right? You know, you ask me, I'm like, hey, kings and queens, they still sound good, right? No, I mean, not really, but, (laughs) (laughs) but I mean, it's like, like, like really, like seriously, anybody listening to this or watching this, what would happen if we just got rid of the executive branch, right? Like, what would that really, like, we'd still have two branches of government. Is it just, I, I know a lot of it's to do with the checks and balances between shit, right? Like, yeah, but I mean can't there just be like can there be a so you you just have the the legislative and the um the supreme court branch or i forgot what the the judicial branch yeah because i totally know my politics um you know can't you just have like a separate entity to audit both of them or something like that like to for the checks and balances i don't know yeah i don't know I think the the most important thing people are going to be voting for is like your local like seats. Everything local is way more important, I think, to your day to day life than voting for the president. Oh, yeah. All that matters a lot. Matters a lot. Oh yeah, yeah. Your day to day life is mostly going to be dictated by like your local officials. Those are the ones that you really want to pay attention to and make sure you're voting for the right person. Like, oh, yeah. look into that. Don't just vote for the president right. and think you're good. Like, look into who's actually making the rules and the laws for where you live. I think that's going to matter a lot more to, to oh, especially yeah. you personally, right? Uh, oh, yeah. Like, we just had our local elections, um, was it last month or August, I think? Yeah, shit. By the time this comes out, it's going to be October already. Um, so, yeah, back in August and our sheriff, I, I was so hoping he would have not gotten another term because he's fucking corrupt as shit. And, and, and it's like one of those kind of like publicly known kind of corrupt shit like we know that he gets kitbacks from certain companies to you know to utilize certain kind of police equipment for his sheriffs and all that stuff and right we we know there's a lot of nepotism going on with him too but no one seems to fucking care dude i live like right south of la county like it that's a shit show the lapd holy shit oh i bet i can't even imagine i I mean I, i can't imagine Right around the time the writing started, they had uh, like a call-in where you could call and talk to the chief of the LAPD, and like people just gave him so much shit. It was so funny. One person was like, "Like literally, just go fuck yourself." Um, like you know, my friends were peacefully protesting and everything was fine until your police officer showed up and started making, um, you know, making it worse. And they started assaulting people. Like you know, retrain your officers. Go retire. Go fuck yourself. Like just so <laughs> many people saying that. It was it was it was great to watch. It was. Very. Oh, yeah. It was like an hour long of people just berating this guy, and he just That's had to sit great. there and take it. That's great. Yeah. Oh and they man. They were telling him like, "Don't look away." Da 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 da. Dude, it was, it was funny. That was entertainment. No, the freaking I don't like our 
county sheriff here. He's just freaking he he's all about the showmanship. Like whenever there's like a big crime that happens locally here, he's making sure he's making a Facebook video about it and all that stuff. And it's like, dude, how about you actually do something about the fucking crime around here and shit, you know, instead of just whatever. I mean, it's it's not like the crime is super bad here. You know what I mean? It's not like there's insanity and murder around every other street corner. But you know what I mean? Just fucking do something besides just getting kickbacks and giving your nieces and nephews like cushy jobs and shit. Right. But um, yeah, no, I 100% agree. Like local elections way more important. Um, I was telling this to Coach Davey when I had him on the show that, you know, and the the thing with local elections too that a lot of people got to do they really have to research their opponents and you know i i feel like for local elections don't just vote by party lines like if you're a registered democrat or registered republican don't just vote for r especially locally because i've had some people in my county that were running republican and for what they position they were running for was a sounded much better than what the Democratic uh, nominee was going to do because, and, and I know for locally, there, it's not like there's a lot of debates that happen or anything like that. You just have to look at interviews that they've done or, or stuff they've done in their, if they're an incumbent and all that stuff. Yeah. And, and that's a little bit harder to do, but you know, it, you got to, you have to do the research for it. You can't just, you can't rely on, you know, like a national televised debate. And all that. Exactly. Yeah, hundred percent. But um, yeah, man, it's it's scary times we're living in. It's um, we've only got well since it's October as of now when this comes out, we've only got about three months left. Um, what predictions do you have for twenty twenty? What what do you uh, what do you feel like is coming down the pipeline? We've got three months left. We've had a lot of crazy shit this year. It's been some of the craziest years. Dude, after 2020, I have no fucking idea. Like, literally anything could happen. We, we could have a meteor hit us, and that wouldn't even be the craziest thing that has happened, right? Like, right? I have no fucking idea. We could have aliens, like, literally come down and be like, hey, everybody, how's it going? And we'd be like, like oh, it's a shit show. Welcome. It's a shit show. And everybody would still be, I don't know, complaining about The Walking Dead secret layers that Watson should be <laughs> Hundred percent, hundred percent. Hey guys, we found life on another planet, and they've come and visited us. What? Uh, Watsy's evil. It's just like Jesus, fuck. Um, God, it, it's if I had to make a prediction, it's um, I hope no meteors hit us or anything. Hopefully, they'd be able to see that. But I've, I've, I'm making a prediction right now. I've got a feeling Trump is gonna win. Um, and that's going to be such a major shit show. And there's probably going to be more rioting, especially when that oh, happens. Like, like, 100%. like if that if happens, loose, there's going to be rioting no matter what. There's, there's oh, going to yeah. be a riot. hundred percent. I've got a feeling he's going to win. I, I don't want that to happen, but I, and like I said, I, like I said earlier, I think a lot of that feeling just has to do with me being in a predominantly Republican area. And I see nothing but that everywhere. It's just. You know, you'd start to think, oh, shit, he is going to win. Yeah, so my area, right, is in California, pretty red for California. But even then, I'm seeing, like, signs on both sides all over the place. Like, I have no idea. I don't think it's... For here, it's, it's super mixed here. 
I don't think I've seen a single Biden-Harris sign at all. Like, at all. And, and I know I saw, like, Bernie Sanders signs um, during the primaries. And and I know I remember seeing Hillary and um, Hillary signs back in 2016 and all that. But I don't, I don't see any, any Democrat signs at all anywhere here. And it's, and I'm, I'm not saying it's scary or whatever. It's just more like, what the fuck? Especially as a registered Democrat, you're just sort of like, holy shit. Yeah. But, um, man, it's uh, some crazy, craziness. So I guess let's get back into some magic here. I mean, I mean, it's sort of like what we play, right? Yeah, kind of. I mean, a little bit. I only <laughs> have how, so many commands. So, do you play any other formats? Um, I like drafting. I like limited. Limited's really, really fun. Um, it's super skill testing. I think that's probably like my other favorite format. Uh, I play historic on arena, although you know, just just so I can play meme decks. Honestly, yeah, because standards are bad. And I want to play arena. Like your crab big butts deck. Yeah, my crab big butt big butt deck. I love that deck. Yeah. <laughs> no, I have a bunch of these Stanley cases full. Of oh shit. Yeah, that's I have awesome. Five of these sitting here, and then my girlfriend's deck box has, I think, ten decks like up there where you can't see off camera. Oh, is that Brian's stout arm you've got the the fling commander? Yeah, that's uh, that's one of my girlfriend's decks because all of hers don't fit in here anymore. Brian's stout it, arm, Corvald, no, no, Conrad. It, is that a fling deck? Yes, it's a steel and fling deck. Oh my god, you gotta play that on stream one day. Is it really uh, strong or? Uh, no, I think, whoops, oh, shit, dropping stuff over here, it's really hard to see out of this mask. Um, <laughs> uh, it used to have Bearer of the Heavens, that card from original Theros block. Oh, where it, yeah, it destroys everything. That when it dies, destroy all permanents, so uh, I think the best story for that is uh, my girlfriend, me, uh, Daniel, and another one of our friends were playing, and she, she plays it, and she's like, I won't fling it if you don't attack me. And he attacks her for one damage or something like that, very, very minor attack. So she just blows up all the permanents, and she's like, well, you gotta follow through with my threats, otherwise no one will believe me. So. <laughs> oh god, your yeah. girlfriend sounds pretty scary to play against. Uh, yeah, a little bit, kind of. She can be. Oh my god, it's like it's like my. I think I've told you this when my wife used to play Magic. The only deck she would ever play was my Slivers deck, and I ended <laughs> up having to take it apart because it's like, do you not? I've I've I built her other decks for her to try. She's like, no, I want to play Slivers because I know I can win. I'm like, come on. <laughs> Yeah, she's not. Not all of her decks are mean though. Like she's got a Kess um, descent dissident mange. That's all wheels. Oh, yeah. It's basically a um, a Nekusar deck. Yeah, it's got Nekusar in it. But usually she just mills herself out and laughs and cackles because it's funny. Um, and then she has like a Could mono be. black Willis deck where it's just about losing as much life as possible as quickly as you can. To, she draws the to... cards, but like just oh suicide. okay okay I see what deck. you mean. Suicide black hardcore. Oh, that's awesome. That's awesome. Um, so, do you remember what your first commander was? Uh, yes. So I, I don't remember my exact first. It was either the original Niv Mizzet from Ravnica block, or it was Myel the Anima. I think it was Myel. Um, so my my introduction to commander was whoops, way way before anyone called it commander. It was EDH back in the day. Mm-hmm. Uh, I found the format online. Like you know, I was a kid looking up like different ways to play Magic. Me and my friends, we already kind of liked to put a legendary creature in the deck to kind of represent it. Like, my buddy was playing Jund, and he had Kresh in the deck. Yeah. Um, I'd play on a blue deck and just, like, throw, like, you know, a random legendary blue creature in there or some big blue monster. Kind of, like, rep the deck. And we heard about Commander, 
and we started like kind of doing decks i'm like oh this is a really cool way to play uh we can sit down and like play together because we we already played a lot of multiplayer and i think it was just kind of a, a good on-ramp for how to do it so i think i built a mile the anima deck because um no okay it was definitely niv mizzet was my first because mm-hmm. i ended up with niv mizzet i had like the uh the ophidian eye combo where you just tap deal a damage draw a card is on tabs and you just keep doing oh it. So yeah, yeah 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 and then um, I was building like a black and green elves deck with a Nath to get leaf. I didn't own Nath, so I'd proxy it. Uh, that was my second commander deck. And then I built oh, my nice. L because I managed to pull an Emrakul from a draft. Ooh. Yeah. And that, that was, was before Emrakul was banned. Yeah, yeah, I was just about to say. Yeah, so it was just big monsters <laughs> dot deck. And then it just kind of went crazy there, just building decks and building decks. Yeah, and then oh, the original yeah. commander product came out. Me and my friends, we all bought a bunch of that, and that's when we really, really started just hammering home. Yeah, th- that was my first introduction to Commander, was the original Commander product. Um, th- this guy that we used to play uh, RPGs with, um, we-, we didn't play D&D, we played a game called Torg, um, which is a- another RPG system. So, But what we would always do is we'd always play a game of Commander before we dived into playing Torg for like four or five hours and all that and he would bring the the original commander decks and all that and we'd play the hell out of it and i used to play on z drew or zed drew and and um i I remember first playing it i'm like this commander sucks and then as i played it more i'm like holy shit i love this guy (laughs) but she's great but crufix was my very first commander deck that i ever built and owned and um because i because i did i didn't play the the format after that um I I got really heavily into limited because we, we we used to have such a good draft scene here locally, and like I'm telling you, man, it you would have loved it. Like as a limited player, it, it was such a good draft scene. Like there'd be some nights we would have more people drafting than standard players, That's and awesome. and we would get like um like during the time of Ravnica and um Ravnica awesome. and Theros. We would get like almost 50 players just playing yeah. standard. Dude, there there were some nights we'd get 40, 50 drafters coming in. That's crazy. That's a, that's a lot of people. Oh yeah. Like and it would take you, you wouldn't be leaving until like past midnight or whatever. You'd have like four or five rounds of draft and it was just so much fun. Yeah, those were good draft sets too, especially like RTR and uh I oh, yeah. I love drafting Gate Crash and a lot of people didn't, but like man, I I would draft great gate crash right now. I drop everything I'm doing. I draft some gate crash. Like let's go Boros, oh, yeah. let's go Simic. Like oh, so good. Everything I, was viable. Oh, I I loved uh, RTR gate crash and uh, Dragon's Maze draft. That was fucking great. I I loved all three of those. Yeah, um, fantastic. Dude, it was um, I'll never forget my uh. Oh god, what 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 set was Aether Spouts in? Was that M15 or? Was it Theros? Um, that's a good question. I think it was M15. Actually, I think that was a Commander deck card, wasn't it? Well, I thought no, it, no, no. It, it was 15. About... M15. Okay. Right. right. I remember this one draft I had. I, I managed to draft Aether Spouts, and my opponent was playing um aggro. I don't even remember what colors it was, but um, oh god, it felt so good to Aether Spouts him, and he just up and quit. Oh yeah, that was great. Um, I, I've managed to, I've managed to win a few drafts. Um, God, oh oh oh, actually, my very first um time drafting like officially in a in a store 
um, was when Gatecrash had come out and I opened up a voice resurgence. But the thing when I when I first was drafting, I didn't know it was a 40 card deck. So I was trying to build a 60 card deck out of this. Oh, no. <laughs> I had no idea. And thank God someone stopped me as it was time to build the decks and all that. I'm like, oh, OK, shit. Yeah, I feel like that happens to a lot of people their first draft. They're like, well, how do I draft enough lands to build a whole right? deck? Right. right? Like, yes, the, the, the real question is like, oh, no one, no one's tie you. Let's sit down and teach you real quick. Uh, 40 cards. You you get a number of numbers of basic lands. You don't have to draft them. It's okay. Yeah, like, I, yeah, I thought no, the same thing. Explained that to me. First time I, yeah. My first time I played Sealed was at Zendikar's original release. That was the first time I played, like, in an actual store before. Yeah. That was all kitchen table and with friends. So, like... Yeah, I remember sitting down, I'd put way too many enchantments and way too many auras in my deck. Like, I wasn't running cards that were actually really good. Like, oh man, it was it was bad. It was really bad. Oh, jeez. God, I, I wish I was playing during Zendikar. I, I took a break um, again. Um, let's see, as far as the sets go, because I, I played again during Ravnica Kamigawa, or Kamigawa Ravnica. Um, after Ravnica was done, I stopped, and then I the only time I ever played Commander 2011 was just when that one guy would bring the decks and that was it. And then I didn't really get back into Magic again fully until M12, M13, something like that. And I haven't stopped since. I think the only set I didn't really play was the Kaladesh block because I just didn't have time. I was working a job where I just didn't have yeah. time to play a lot of Magic. So like that's that's pretty much the only set I've never played, really. I did not enjoy that draft environment. It was, that's I, what I've heard. Like like the the one right before it, Shadows Over Innerstrad and Eldritch Moon was so good. I loved the hell out of that. Kaladesh just felt bland. And I think it had a lot to do with all the artifacts. It just felt I don't know. Yeah. Well like way too swingy. Like if you didn't open up a really good bomb, you were just kind of screwed. Are you freezing up again? Or No, I'm here. Oh, oh okay. Okay. Yeah. Um yeah, sorry. <laughs> I, no, I agree. Like, I mean, I never played it, so I, I couldn't say, but that does yeah. seem to be the consensus. Yeah. No, but um, so, oh, you know what? Um, oh shoot, I had a thought there and I just lost it. Fuck it, I, I that, that, that happens to me all the time. Very ADHD yeah. over here. But um, no, man, it's. I, I'm glad that we're playing more Commander now, and um, it's been. I have not played this much Commander in forever. It's been um it's been a lot of fun. Like like that game we did last night with Pixie, Inkling, and Unicorn Fluff was probably some of the most fun I've had. Did you did you watch when Pixie killed me? I didn't. I watched the start of it and then I got busy doing some stuff. I think that's when I took a nap. I don't know. So I that. So Yeah, I got busy though. So at the the way I died was I had a Heliod's intervention in hand and uh Unicorn Fluff had a birthing pot out, Pixie had Aetherflux Reservoir out. And um, she had 51 life. and um, But then the Inkling Customs, she had like 5 million enchantments out. And I knew this. And she had a sphere of safety. So it would have cost. So it cost like 12 mana to attack per creature. Um, I was playing Narset, by the way. And uh, my monk tribal. And so yeah. I knew the smart play would have been to wait till my turn. Because I had like almost 20 lands out, including mana rock would have been to blow up all of Inkling's enchantments and all that. But I decided to do something really stupid and poke at Pixie. Um, <laughs> so, cause, so, cause she decided to attack me for like four damage and I'm all like, Oh hell no. 
no you're not <laughs> so i someone for damage in commander that's silly <laughs> so i was like oh hell no so i decided to tap heliod's intervention for two to blow up the birthing pod and the aetherflux reservoir and i'm all like pixie's not gonna do it she's only at 51 life there's no way she'll do it and what does she fucking do in response <laughs> like you like fuck uh that's funny that's, that's I, I wasn't i wasn't level. even like really mad but i was just like i, I was happy she did it but i was also kind of like she, i was telling myself trying to convince myself nah she's not gonna do it she won't fucking do it yeah she will <laughs> and then she just manages to gain so much fucking life again because she was playing olenda like jesus fuck um that that was funny it was such a funny way to die that whole game was so much fun um, that's great at one point, Inkling Customs was going to do infinite turns and because um, she had Nexus of Fate and ways to draw it back out. And I had to render silent her where I'm like, no, no, you're not doing <laughs> anything. But but she ended up winning because of Approach of the Second Son twice ah. on the same turn. Because she, she had a Sarah's Sanctum out and just, Jesus, fuck. Had like 20 enchantments out by that time. <laughs> oh do my it. God. It was so much fun. Um. Another thing I wanted to bring you on to talk about is World of Warcraft. I understand you play a little bit of World of Warcraft. Yeah, yeah, just a little. I only have like 700 plus hours on a single character. Holy shit. Hold on. Two seconds. I'm going to grab. Okay. I, oh, no, I can't reach it from here. I'm too short. I mean, I, I'm not short. It's just <laughs> I've got a lot of like wild memorabilia. It's like sitting up there like. Um, I know wow, you got I know you got the, the Ragnaros. Um, oh, that I can grab. Yeah, I'll show that yeah. off. Yeah, that that's freaking awesome. That that was from the collector's edition, right? The fifteen and fifteen year anniversary. Yeah, the fifteen year anniversary. God, edition. that's so awesome. I'm so jelly. Yeah, I found this at a, a bookstore for literally twenty dollars cheaper than Blizzard sold it for. Jesus, like how heavy is that thing? Uh, it's all plastic, so it's not like super. Oh, heavy. okay, okay. Is it yeah, like is it like good plastic? Yeah, it's really nice. Okay, okay. Doesn't feel cheap or anything. No, not at all. All right, that's good at least. It's solid. It's not like hollow plastic or anything. Yeah, I have my original um, World of Warcraft like three expansion boxes somewhere around here. Just don't know where I put them. Oh, I've got my original <laughs> World of Warcraft boxes too. Like, I, I never bought any of the collector's editions though. Me neither. I've, but I've, I have the original like OG boxes. Yeah. Oh, dude, I have all that. I've got all the. I still have. I I still have my Warcraft one and two CDs. Of those games, God, I, I never got I never got the floppy disk versions though of Warcraft one and two. Yeah, I never played one and two. I started Warcraft three at a buddy's house. Like they sat me down at a computer with like just the undead race, no NPCs, so just running around killing like the the creep mobs that were there. Yeah, and like I, I was like I don't know, like twelve, eleven at the time. I lost my mind over how cool this game was. Like it was just the oh, most dude, incredible dude. thing in the world. To me. Starcraft was my first Blizzard game. That 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 got me hooked on real time strategy, and then I um, you know, eventually got into Warcraft two and three. Um, you know, e you know, even if you go download, I think you can even buy Warcraft two now. Um, like on GOG or something. And I think um, so, yeah, um, Warcraft two is definitely still playable nowadays. Warcraft one is almost fucking unplayable. It's it's so terrible to play. Um, it it's not even worth trying to play it. Because that was like one of the first real time strategy games, and you can only select like two or three units at a time. 
and the, there there's and you can only make them do one thing at a time i don't i don't think you could have them like all right i want you to go mine this then after you're done with that then build this you have to do it one at a time and it's yeah, so terrible queuing. yeah the, that's that's right the action queuing yeah i mean it's hard for me to even go back to play warcraft 3 after playing starcraft 2 with like the infinite number of unit selection right. to 12 like oh that's it's tough but like it's a different mechanical skill of having to like you know, command your whole army and, and move it around and everything, and oh, dude, you know, macroing at your base while you're moving your army around. Like, oh, dude, totally. Uh, like when I was going Starcraft. through the Starcraft One campaign again, just to play through the story. Holy shit! Like that—that that was my hardest thing. That's why I would like keep dying and all that stuff because I can't select all my units quick enough. Yep. Yeah. And then I go play Starcraft Two campaign. I'm like, this is fucking easy as shit. <laughs> Jesus. Right? Just like, all right, click everything and a move. Let's go. <laughs> Pretty much like the Terran campaign was the only somewhat hard one, but like Zerg and Protoss, so freaking easy. Zerg, I'm just going to mass, you know, Roach Hydra or Mutalisk, you know. Mutas. And then Protoss was like, I'm just going to create a big Protoss death ball, a move. Yeah, Protoss. Cool. I haven't played the Protoss story yet because I'm lazy mostly. And I've like seen the cutscenes, but like I need to do that at some point. Yeah, Protoss is probably my favorite Starcraft race. Although every time I play, yeah. I play random. I think you can really do that. Yeah, and uh, Protoss is definitely my favorite as well too. But um, with World of Warcraft, um, have you been playing since vanilla? Yeah, I started in vanilla, and I was, I was like, okay, I probably played Warcraft three when I was like ten and nine or ten because I've started WoW when I was twelve. Back Holy in shit, that's right. You're younger than yeah, me. Yeah, I know. I'm I'm young. I'm a young kid. Oh my god, I'm only 28, 29. I don't even know. Oh shit. 20, I'm 28. I'm... I know how old I am. I know these things. Wait, that's... Um... <laughs> oh, so, so I'm, I'm only six years older than you. Okay. So, yeah, because I didn't play World of Warcraft till I was like 17 or 18, I think. Yeah. So yeah, I started when I was a kid. I made a... Okay, so I first played WoW at my buddy's house. I made, like, an idol hunter, and, like, I went through the whole starting experience. Oh, God, an idol oh, hunter. God, right? <laughs> of course I made an idol hunter. Man, I'm an idol hunter. My first was an undead rogue, because undead are my favorite race in it. Yeah, undead are really cool. I wanted to play Horde, but uh, all my friends at the time were playing Alliance, so I was like, all right, and make an Alliance yeah, character. I, I, ended, uh, I ended up playing Alliance as, like, my first main, quote-unquote. Yeah. So, um... I made a Night Elf Druid as my first actual character on my account. I still own that character. I still have it. I still. Oh have my god, so do I. Character. I've still got my Night Elf Druid from Vanilla too. But it wasn't my main because I made a human paladin because all my friends were like, if you if you make a human, it's easier for us to find and play with you. Because getting oh, to Teldrassil is a pain in the butt. Oh, a, oh you you yeah, didn't make the remember. trek through wetlands and all that. We didn't really we didn't really know because we were kids. It's oh, just like if you make a human, it's easier to find you. True, true, uh, so true. Paladin, because like you know, I like Arthas' story. I like Uther and Warcraft Three. I was like, yeah, dude, Paladins are sick. I love Paladins. I'm gonna play Paladin. Little did I know, I picked like the worst fucking DPS class in the whole fucking game. Right, <laughs> right. Red Paladin, ah, oh. but um, worst. Yeah, I, I spent a couple months leveling up, playing with friends. Could meeting could even be a fucking tank. You had to be a healadin, right? And I mean, a buffadin. Kind of could, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, no, I mean, like I when mean, you, when I, you get I, into I end game and all. Yeah, that. yeah, the end game. Yeah, I finally like joined a guild. Um, I actually reconnected with my guild leader right around the time Classic came out. Like, my Classic guild leader um, from Vanilla from 15 years ago around the time Classic came out. Oh, shit. Super cool. Nice to see her again. Um, but yeah, I joined the guild. They, like, kind of taught me, like, okay, here's, here's like, the proper ways to heal. Here's, like, you know, you want to set up your different ranks of spells because they cost different amounts of mana and use a different amount of your bonus healing stats. Oh, let's go get you this item because it's really oh, good. Oh, that's right. Oh, the rank spells. Oh, shit. I forgot about that. 
I mean, I, just, I, I played a... Um, when Classic came out, I re-leveled a Paladin all the way to 60, so I could play a Holy Pally and let it relive all that. It's really hard getting all the gear I used to have, you know? Like, I used to... I, the very first raid I ever solo led as a 12-year-old kid was an Anixia raid that I pugged together myself, <laughs> and I won the fucking roll on the Judgment Helmet with a 99. Oh my Dude, god. That, I still remember that whole thing. Like, I pulled Holy in one of my friends, shit. she was a warlock, uh, she was there, she saw it, she was, like, with me the whole time, she was, like, kind of helping me set it up, like, I... Very distinct memories of specifically that day of playing WoW. That's so I got my Judgment awesome. Helmet, took the Zandalari, uh, or Zulgarub, got my Zandalari enchant on it and everything. Ah, I, I, I'm I still so, have I'm, that item. I'm so disappointed I never raided in vanilla. Um, it was fun. So much fun. I, I, I didn't raid until Burning Crusade. Because, dude, half the time, like, when I was playing vanilla, I was exploring the world, like... It took me so long to level to 60 because I would rather explore than do quests. Like I would oh, literally yeah. like I, I'd rather explore everything. I wanted to open up the map everywhere and all that. That was before achievements and all that shit, like exploration yeah. and all that stuff. Like I just wanted to explore. I wanted to work on my professions because I'm still an engineer slash miner on my um on my druid. And I know engineering was complete shit back then. But I didn't care. I thought it was I thought it was awesome, you know? Yeah, especially as a druid, that's kind of like a little mishmash of technology yeah. and nature. It's really cool. But yeah, um, I'm with you on that, dude. Like, me and my buddies would go and, like, raid horde, but, like, smaller, like, questing cities. Right, like, level crossroads. 37 or like, whatever. Like, how long would you, you spend ever... on crossroads? <laughs> dude, all day. All day, all night. Just, like, fighting people. Like, I, we played on a PvP server. We'd go to Sunrock Retreat and just camp it all day until the 60s showed up and we'd run the high. Right, like, right, right. Oh, man, so many good memories. You'd go to Crossroads when you're, like, between levels 30 to 40, fucking start getting all the low levels there, and then when the level 60s show up, you stealth away as quickly as you can. <laughs> Dude, South Shore, Taron Mill, all Oh, day. my God. Let's go. Yes. All day long. Dude, I, uh, I, 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 I get Thing Keith, like, getting into those fights. I did stuff. not do South Shore as much that I wanted to. Like, I did it, but I didn't do it as much because there were way more level 60s were playing more there at the time. Yeah. yeah and, and by the time I hit level 60, I wasn't playing as much. Yeah. Um, have you, have you, you play the current game, right? On and off? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I was actually have playing it done... before we um came on here. Have you done the PvP brawl that's 100v100 South Shore versus Terran Mill? I think I did it once when it first came out. It's so great. It's it's so nostalgic for me. Just all these people like death falling at each other. Like I love it so much. Do they still have it available? Uh, they do it on a rotation for the weekly like. Oh, okay. PvPs. Okay. Yeah. They God. do it on a rotation. It's PvP so laggy. <laughs> Dude, PvP used to be my fucking favorite thing, man. It. I I don't know what happened along the way where PvP just became crap. I don't know what expansion that was, but. Dude, like. If I wasn't raiding, like when it wasn't a raid night, I was doing nothing but PvP battlegrounds. And then when Arena came out and um in Burning Crusade, I was doing no. It was my buddy and I on non raid nights be like, all right, we're gonna fucking go. I was I was Resto Druid and he was what Arms Warrior or whatever. When that was like the OP combo back then. Oh yeah, I remember. I remember. Dude, I lost about a lot. Oh dude, the, the, I think the only thing we would even lose to was what is it Shadow Lock or Siphon Lock Siphon Siphon Life Lock Siphon Life Lock yeah Siphon oh. Life and yeah. Yeah, Siphon Life and Siphon Life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. SLSL. Yeah, it's like that'd be the only fucking cut we'd lose to. It's okay. It's so good. <laughs> but but we'd fucking wreck face. Otherwise, we're oh my god, it was so much fun though. 
Yeah, dude. I remember the pre-Wrath of the Lich King patch in Burning Crusade. That was, I think, one of my favorite times to play WoW as a rep paladin. Oh, my God. you could two-shot the world. Oh, my God. It was so good. Oh, uh, I, I also remember playing on the PTR. Um, like, when they were testing those changes, there was this stupid bug on the PTR. And I know it really doesn't matter because it's a PTR bug. But if you took the two-handed weapon talent that increased your, your weapon damage by two per, like two four six eight ten percent yeah and you just kept swapping two-handed weapons back and forth it kept stacking up the damage total it wouldn't oh, reset shit so like i would just be like okay stack 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 walks in one shots right boss holy shit like again all the pcr doesn't matter don't get to keep the gear yeah so funny though. yeah such a oh good my time. god that's great dude i remember um the pre-patch event for wrath um that was, I think it wasn't until Wrath that I actually started reading up, like, what was coming up with the game and all that. Because um, th the only way that I'd even get, quote-unquote, news was from, like, my raid guild or whatever. Because I, I didn't go on, like, MMO Champion or whatever other sites were there to ThoughtBot or whatever to, to know what the news was coming up and prepare myself and all that. I didn't do that shit. So when the pre-patch for Wrath dropped and I get in there and, like, everybody's zombies, I'm like, what the fuck is going on here? Like, I was freaking out, like... Holy shit, what, what happened here? <laughs> yeah, dude, so cool. I, my favorite memory of that specific event, I was in Stormwind on my paladin, and I'm walking down, you know, like the arches in Stormwind, right? Yeah. Um, I see this dude, clearly a new player, he's got the red linen shirt, and he's like, he's running by, and I see him literally keyboard turn, turn around, keyboard turn back and, and run off in the same direction he was running, <laughs> and then I see three zombies just shambling by ah! in the perfect arch. I was like, this is... Oh my god, that's it. great. This is the moment that... Well, this will never happen again. This is perfect. The perfect moment. Was, uh, oh my gosh, that's great. I remember that vividly. You know they're going to have another one of those zombie events? Um, for the really? For Shadow Arts? Yes. They are oh, redoing yes. the, the zombie event. You can, if you don't want to participate in it, you can just turn your war mode off. I don't like that decision. I think that's dumb. I think that they should just let everybody murder each other for two weeks before Shadow yeah, Arts comes out. Let it be fucking right? fun. Yeah, it's going to be super fun. Uh, there's going to be like a whole like two-week story campaign in Ice Crown where a lot of the old bosses are coming back as... You're gonna be like you know rares as they are in WoW, where it's just like they drop loot on like a hour spawn timer, you know whatever. The fuck oh, oh yeah, I'm gonna um, fucking do the shit out of that, man. Yeah, dude, it's gonna be so fun. You're gonna be able to get um like I think eye level equivalent to eye level 400 gear or 410 gear, but I'll, everything's being squished, yeah. so it's gonna be like eye level 100, whatever the fuck that means anymore. Um, yeah, right. I, I'm so it, it, it doesn't matter anymore. I'm fucking. It's decent gear. It's gonna yeah. be better than like leveling gear if you're gonna go into Shadowlands with it. So yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's and, and I know I'm gonna take a long time to get to level sixty when Shadowlands hits because I'm I'm actually I, I took the last week off of October, um, not knowing you know World of Warcraft was gonna come out at the same time, wow. so it's like hey, it's kind of fucking perfect. There you go. <laughs> I, I usually take like time off for every WoW expansion because I'm that person, but start a new job probably not gonna happen. It's okay. Yeah, it, I mean, it's okay. It's. I mean, I know the rush to get to max level is always fun, but dude, I just want to soak up the story for this one because as you and I were talking, like I really enjoyed the beginning of Battle for Azeroth story, like the whole Horde versus Alliance. Yeah, I know that's tired story and all that stuff, but I, I was really want I, I was really invested in the story and then somewhere along the way it just turned into shit, man. I feel like I feel like they didn't know like I think where they were going with Enzoth was was fine. It's just the execution to get there was terrible. 
Yeah, so WoW does this thing right now where they kind of tell a story, and then halfway through the expansion, they kind of wrap up that story. They wrapped up the war campaign and everything, like, halfway through the expansion, and they pivoted to the Nazoth thing. But the Nazoth thing started kind of in Legion with the Emerald Nightmare, like, raid. Yeah. Like, they, they started doing more of the Old God stuff, like, well, Old well, God, and, who became a raid boss in... Uh, well, Inzoth has raid. been around for, like, a while, too, in the game. Like, he corrupted Deathwing. You know, th yeah. there's a whole lot of Inzoth influence in the Deathwing raid. Um, yeah, in Cataclysm, yeah, yeah. Yeah, whatever the fuck it's called, I can't remember. Yeah, so they, like, hit these story beats, like, over time. Like, there's this cosmic war story that's happening in the background of everything else that a lot of people aren't paying attention to. Like, yeah. the light, not your friend. The light is a bad guy. The light is trying to convert everything to the light. Well, and, and that Afterworlds video is hopefully starting to show people that the light, hey, it's not as good as you think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I I really like that the whole thing with Uther and. Have you done the um, uh, the Allied race quest for the Maghar orcs? No. Um. Okay. Uh, when so you no, have to no, finish the war campaign and then get exalted with that faction or with that rep, but the, well, the, I, I I thought they were getting rid of all that when Shadowlands drops. They are getting rid of the rep requirements, so you just have to finish the war campaign. And you can go do the quest to unlock them. So in that quest, oh, okay, spoiled, so I could just finish that off on my on my uh, warlock then. Yeah, just finish off the campaign, and then when the pre patch hits, you can go do the the quest for them. Uh, so in that quest, you you go to alternate Draenor, and you find out that everything wasn't all hunky dory when we left. Uh, it's been I think like thirty years or something. So like Rom's an old dude, and like the Draenei have been like super light converted. Wait, like they're wait, 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 it. it no, 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 I remember Grom, but it's saying, so when you do that quest line for the Magikar, it's 30 years after we left? Yeah, yeah. when we go back to Draenor, because, you know, time is all wibbly-wobbly. Yeah. Yeah, since we haven't been there, we come back, and it's only been a year for us, but it's been 30 years for them. So, like, what, oh, however we got back shit. there. Oh, shit. Oh, so, shit. Um, the Draenei have been all white-forged. Uh, Ural is their leader, and they have been taking orcs and either converting them to the light or killing them. So, like, Grom's son, Shit, a.k.a. Alternate Universe uh, Garrosh, is a Lightforged Orc. Who's there, yeah. Oh, my God. crazy, right? Oh, my, I can't wait to do that quest line now. Holy shit. Yeah, yeah. it's really fucking that, that, cool. That, that's probably what I'm going to be doing during fucking pre-patch the most, is <laughs> unlocking all the allied races, because I've only got two of them unlocked. J just the the Tyran and the, uh, the the Dwarf. The Dwarf. The Dark Irons? Yeah. Yeah. And, and those quest lines were... Eh, they were okay. Yeah, definitely also go back and do the Legion um, Argus campaign stuff. Just complete the campaign. Oh, yeah. No, yeah, I, I, no, no I, I completed the Argus campaign. Um, I didn't okay. get I didn't get the rep, all the rep for the uh, the Light Forged or the, the Nightborn or whatever. Yeah, that rep one. requirement's going away too, so you'll be able to unlock them as well. Okay, good, uh, good. The Nightfallen, do you have the, you don't have the Nightfallen? The no. I don't. Okay. I don't. I've only got two of the allied races because I hated it being fucking locked behind rep, and yeah, I, I hate I grinding rep. Um, you will have to complete the Nightfallen campaign, like the Nightborn campaign, which does take a while, and it's probably going to get you to exalted anyways. Um, so if well, you haven't done that yet, I'd suggest it. It's a really, really good campaign. Well, I like it's probably some of the best storytelling they've done. That's the one where you have to go to that city in Legion and do the whole. Like Surmar yeah, yeah, yeah. and all that. Yeah, Surmar and like help them and all that. I think I finished it. I'll have to double check because yeah, I, I know check. I know I spent like like two months like doing it for like o o almost every day and all that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. 
it's like I, I've been replaying through it on my uh, on another character because I, I mained a demon hunter since Legion, and then I went back and I redid it on my paladin. There's like some cosmetics I wanted to get. Yeah. Um, but like it's still really good as far as the campaign goes. Definitely make sure you finish. I think if you go to the uh, the emissary in Orgrimmar, you can just talk to like the banner. It'll tell you like what steps you need to complete. So if it doesn't have that first step complete, just go. Oh, the cool, cool. I did yeah, not yeah, know yeah. that. Yeah. I'll, so I'll have to double check. Yeah. Um, and then the high mountain torn is literally just play through the high mountain torn zone like it's easy that rep is actually okay so well, little, no, well I, I did i did play through that zone and i didn't yeah. i still don't have enough rep for it yeah the third boss in the dungeon there gives rep it's the only legion like faction rep that you can literally sit there and grind all day so you can run it 10 times an hour and just kill that third boss and leave and just keep resetting it and it gives i think like 200 rep per Ooh. and right now there's a double rep buff so you get 400 rep per so you can just grind Ooh. it out i, I actually helped des uh, when he was still fairly new to WoW, he wanted to High Mountain Torrent. So I literally would have him go sit inside the dungeon entrance. I would kind of jump over the first part. Um, you know Natharian Slayer, right? How Like you go down that waterfall? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. With a Demon Hunter, you can jump over the waterfall, and you can literally skip all the mobs, go straight to the third boss, kill him, and then zone out. So I did that for him ten times in a row every hour, while he just sat at the entrance and just gained all the rep. So I, I literally Yo, helped him grind uh... out the High Mountain Torrent and like... Yo, what what are you doing um after this interview here? Nothing. <laughs> Let's go get some high mountain rep. No, yeah, it's it's really neat, right? Um, so like that one's super easy to grind out, and I think the last one is um, yeah, the war campaign for the horde. The um, yeah, I don't think I I don't think I finished Zandalari. the war campaign for the horde. Yeah, definitely do that. Finish the Zandalari, like all three of the zones campaign, and then like the blood. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I did that. I did that because yeah, I, 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 I yeah, I I made sure to. Because that's one thing I always try to do with new expansion is I try to at least max level my main alliance and my main horde. Yeah, I've I've had um, my main horde character since beginning of Burning Crusade. He's a, he's a undead warlock. I love him. Yeah, I, I didn't start playing horde until Kata. So after Wrath, after like my guild kind of fell apart, they stopped raiding after ICC, right? Um, Dude, same I thing happened to mine too. Yeah, I swapped to Horde because my girlfriend, she wanted to play Horde, and my server was kind of dying anyways. I moved to server that turns out is more dead. Oops, whatever. I don't really care. There's cross-server shit now. Yeah. Um, so I swapped my uh, my female human paladin to male blood elf, and then server hopped over. So that's that was my main all the way up until um, Legion, and then Demon Hunter came out. I'm, I'm an Illidan fanboy, for sure, 100%. Here, look. I don't like Funko Pops, but I own that, right? Oh, like, that's, that's cool. Pops. My boys oh, right here. nice, nice. Yeah. So, um, yeah, swapped over to Demon Hunter. I think Demon Hunter is like definitely one of the most fun classes they put into the game. Like the mobility, like being able to dash everywhere, being able to literally break the boundaries of the game, dude. Like, you can you can get to some pretty fucking the, spots. It's they're great. definitely a fun class. I, yeah. I I really enjoy them. Um, they like you said, a lot of fun mobility. They've been one of the most fun classes to play. Um, since Death Knight came out, like I like the monk, but the monk was, I just felt kind of generic. I I like tanking as the monk. Tank tanking as a monk is fun, but otherwise, yeah, like leveling up as a monk has always been kind of meh. Yeah, I feel that. I mean, I've got every class at max level. Some of them multiples. Like I have so many warriors. Warriors are really fun to play. I fucking love warriors, dude. That's oh so my many. god, shit. Got Got like four warriors at max level, and what I'm working on for the the heritage armor for the the dwarves. Like, oh shit, that's right. I, and I don't main a warrior. I main paladin and demon hunter, but I have like five warriors. I also really like priest, uh, discipline priest. If you have not leveled the discipline priest, dude, 
oh my god, it is the most of unhealing class in the entire game because you heal by dealing by dealing damage. I'll have to check because I because my priest is only level twenty six because that was the priest my wife and I were playing because she was playing um blood elf hunter or something like that and we only got to level 26 and i haven't touched it since just in case she ever wanted to come back we'd have well, a character to play i should definitely build another one so for two there are two reasons they're really fun it's the dealing damage to heal but uh, at low level healers get a damp like a damage boost it doesn't tell you anywhere in the game but healers if you're healing spent get a damage boost so mm -hmm. that way they can like quest at the same rate as other races but um if you go to a dungeon right and you're like full loomed you know you're in chance as you would do is like someone who plays wild levels um you will out dps everybody and be healing at the same time it's so funny like you just throw out your power shell on the tank and you just like spam your your damage buttons and you out damage everybody it's, it's oh, so wow funny. yeah that's it's crazy great. yeah that's crazy man um so are you excited about shadowlands oh yeah i'm super excited i'm excited for every wild expansion though even if they're garbage like bfa or uh like I was excited before Warlords of Draenor came out. The the questing in that expansion was great. Oh, it was I super thought, duper good. I thought the Warlords of Draenor. The leveling was amazing. I fucking loved so the leveling. So good. The cutscenes at the end of every zone, like they they felt like a good reward. Yeah. The problem was that expansion had no fucking content. You had nothing to do once you hit max level. Do do, do you, you remember? Your do you remember the first major content patch was the Twitter patch? The Twitter patch, yeah. yeah. Do you remember the content patch that gave us the selfie cam? I th I think that wasn't that the Twitter patch too, where, where it added the idea. the Twitter integration as yeah. well. I, di I didn't play much Warlords of Draenor, so yeah, it's yeah. it was bad. Like I, my I, buddy, he really he leveled every class to max, and he maxed out his garrison all his characters because there was that like gold you could get from it passively. Oh he yeah, that's right. For like probably two to three years of WoW and just gold from Holy just Warlords of Draenor. Yeah, because he he just was churning out fucking gold on it because that's all there was to do. That and, like, yeah. farm the mounts, yeah. No, I mean, I, I, I liked the garrison. Like, I really, really enjoyed, like, I enjoyed the garrison, but it, it when that was what was needed to progress further as a character and pretty much when that was all there was to do, uh, yeah, it just became yeah. shit. Yeah. It was supposed to be, like, their player housing, but it's not. Like, if you ever played Final Fantasy fourteen. Yes, but not high enough level. I only got up to like level ten or twelve. Yeah, I, I've played it up to level like forty. I don't enjoy the game that much. I, the combat's not for me, and like it's mostly it's mostly a social hangout game rather than like a numbers game. Like, yeah. You run damage meters in that game, they will ban you if you like post them to people. Oh damn! You're not allowed to run damage meters in that game. Holy so it's not, shit! Wow is very competitive, where like people are like, I need top of damage meters. I need top of the healing meters. I got to be top. I got to yeah, be top. I got to yeah. be top. That is not Final Fantasy. Final Fantasy is much more like community driven, much more hangout based. Like, uh, you can buy a house in that game and full, fill it full of furniture, and you can open up your house for other people to come in and role play. Um, our friend's sister, she she's a lot more into the game than I am, and she was telling me that uh, on her server, like, there's a guild that bought out a whole neighborhood, and they're literally turning it like here's a bank, oh, here's like a mail place, and like they're oh, making shit. a neighborhood out of like one of these blocks. And that's, that like, sounds really awesome, cool, though. Right? That sounds but, fun. It, there's a limited number of houses plots available for sale. Oh shit! Yeah, you can't, there's not an infinite number of houses though, so like that's it's kind of a balance there of like they they matter because you can't just buy them. Everyone can have an apartment, I guess, which is just like a shitty room. Yeah, but you can't just have a house. So like it's pretty pretty interesting that way. Dude, that sounds pretty cool. But yeah, I mean, it was WoW's attempt at player housing that was just shit. 
Which is yeah. probably why we'll never get proper player housing. Nope, because they don't care enough about it. And, dude, I was so hoping that the class halls would have been continued or something. Because, dude, they were so awesome in Legion. I've never even seen all of them for every class. But all the classes I have seen, freaking amazing. They could keep expanding upon it. That could be, like, a base or something for your character, right? Yeah, what I was hoping with BFA was we would get the, the class halls, but for each race, where, like, you go to their major city, and that's your hub for this expansion is your race's major city. That would have been so cool. Oh, yeah. But, no, we our, our hub was, like, a boat. Like, <laughs> okay. A boat, and then, God, it, as much as I like the Zandalari, the, the Horde hub city was fucking trash. It was yeah, so it was, bad. It was so yeah it was so badly laid out like it looked awesome like i'm not i'm not doubting that just to get around everywhere was such a pain in the ass and is and if you don't have flying <laughs> yeah or if you didn't pick paku as your loa which gave you like the little statues where you could like fly around pretty easily yeah yeah like if you if you didn't pick paku you just fuck um once yeah. you got flying got better but like compared to Boralis, we're like it's just like this little circle, half circle, where everything yeah. is right there that you need, and then you just kind of like walk over here, and here's everything else you need. Oh yeah, Bur Bur Boralis is freaking out. Mm, love it, and and it looks like, and it's an awesome looking city too. Yeah, um, I love it. It's so good. Um, but like, Desire Lord was designed for the raid. It was designed for the battle for Desire Lord. Oh yeah, that's right. I, ne I never, I never did yeah. that raid. One of the best raids they've ever made, hands down. Really? Uh, as much as people poo poo on BFA, the raids were amazing. So. I, I enjoyed Oldham. Was it Oldham or, or Old Oldier? Oldier is probably my favorite raid that they've ever put in the game. The mother fight oh, is shit. so fucking cool. Where like you have to fight her in the one room and you have to like yeah. go to the second room and like send people at a certain time and like not not, not so much coordination. Not an LFR. It was fucking trash in LFR. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, LFR. This has not been a good expansion if you're an LFR raider. Like normal is just easier. That, LFR is the that, that's the that's the only time I have to do raids is just LFR. <laughs> yeah, honestly, just pug normals. You'll have a better time. Hop in Discord with randos and pug normals. It's much better than doing LFR, hundred um, percent. But yeah, uh, the Gagoon fight was really cool because you had to coordinate people to like pass the ball over and and, and all that. Like, yeah, that that, right that, that that was fun. I liked yeah. it. Uh, my guild that I was with at the time, which isn't the current guild I raid with. Um, because I, I was looking for like, because okay, so when the expansion came out, me and my girlfriend we hit uh, 120 within a few days, and we started mm -hmm. just hammering out the mythic plus dungeons. And at oh, one shit. point, in like the world ranking for like item level, as far as demon hunters was, I was like in that top like oh damn or so nice item level. But that was just for the start of the expansion because I took a week off work so that I could just sit here and play and just eat Hot Pockets. It was yeah. amazing. Eat Hot Pockets? <laughs> no, no, like, my freezer was full of Hot Pockets. It's literally what I did. It was... Oh, God. Was you should just yeah, get $5 was... Hot and Readies. Yeah, but then I have to wait for them to show up. I can just pop this in the in the toaster oven, dude. Well, no, also, it's... Loki, do not never, ever cook a Hot Pocket in a microwave. Put it in the toaster oven. It gets crispy, and it actually is good tasting. Oh, wait, wait. Don't or do? Dude, always, oh, okay, okay. It's yeah, it, it, for sure. Oh, okay, yeah. Oh, dude. I, I, like when it comes to cold pizza and all that. Next day, toaster oven, all the fucking way. So yeah, we bad. have um, we have an air fryer. It's like yeah. Have you seen the air fryers? Yeah, dude, I've got that one. Is my favorite thing ever. Oh my god, I cook everything on that. We're heating like some asada fries from the Mexican place. Throw that in there. Turn it on. Everything gets. You know, I, I have not tried like putting in cold pizza or something in it. Pretty good. Good. Okay, I'll have to I'll have to try it because I I just use my toaster oven. Yeah, my preference. Of, I like cold pizza. I 
How I like pizza. It, it depends from where, like, the the pizza is like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, if we're gonna go, you know, the the scuzzy little Caesars cold pizza, now heat heat that shit up. Now it's better. Um, yeah. it like some of the mom and pop shops we have around here. Oh yeah, cold pizza, fucking great. Like when it's a non franchise type place, usually it's fucking delicious cold. Yeah. But, what are we talking uh, about for that? <laughs> Um, Battle for Azeroth raids, Gahoon right? Yeah, and... yeah Uh The God, what was the name? Zul, like where you have to fight all those ads at the same time, dude. That fight's really cool. It's just ad management. Like you don't well, actually is really that, fight. Is, is that the one right before the Gahoon, or it was the one before the one before Gahoon? So the second to last, third to okay. last boss. Yeah, you fight Zul, and then the, the like after you fight Zul, this hole opens up. You jump. Yes, in, you yes, yes, yes. That's so, right. Yeah, yes. Yeah. Okay. Control. We have like a billion ads on the outside. Yeah, and yeah, 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 yeah. The boss fight, I remember that. Yeah. No, um, that fight's really cool because it's just ad management and like putting people in the right places at the right time. And I was a demon hunter, so my AoE damage was fucking insane. So that one was that's oh, dude, I fucking love cool deer. Did, uh, did, Battle for Dark Lore, really good raid as well. Uh, you you said you've never done it. No, I never because I I didn't play really a lot during then. And then when I did finally, no, I did get back in eight dot two, but I was just grinding rep majority of time. That that's what I was doing a lot of the Suramar and the and the Najatir and the Mechagon. Mechagon, yeah. Well, no, eight dot two so, was Najatir. No, that's when I came back. Yeah, I didn't do eight dot one at all because that because that was battle for Drazzler, right? Yeah, Dazarla. So, yeah. um. Really, 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 really cool, right? The first, all the bosses are the same, but um, I know the Horde and Alliance are different. Yeah, they're themed differently. So, like, you you fight the first, like the first boss is a paladin, and the the uh, Horde fight a dwarf paladin, the Alliance fight a Zandalari paladin, and then like the next bosses I think are like these monks that you fight or whatever, uh, and then once you get make it three bosses in the the fourth boss, you you play as um, the Alliance attacking the Horde. So if you're Horde, all of your all of your racials and all of your characters are swapped to Alliance, and you play through their perspective of what That's happened. That's awesome. You, yeah, you make it to the top, the king's dead, and somebody there is like, let me tell you what happened. So you play through the Alliance perspective of oops, everything that happened. So it's super fucking cool. You get to see two different perspectives on what happened, and then I'll after to that, see if I can you play the Horde or, or LFR. Down. Yeah, um, probably do it on normal or something, for sure. Yeah. Like, super duper easy now. Um, like, the... Tell you in a minute. There's like a, a, a way to do Mythic Dana where you just fucking cheeseballer. It's so funny. Um, but uh, then you play as the Horde, and if you're the Alliance, you're like, oh, like what? To tell me what happened. And if you're the Horde, you, you play through yeah, yeah. chasing down the Alliance, and eventually you, you make it onto a boat and you're chasing down Jaina. You jump on her boat, you start fighting her, and then she's like, I didn't, I'm not running away. I led you here to kill you. And she freezes all the water and teleports away. You have to like chase her down on this frozen block in the middle of the ocean. It's oh, so fucking shit. rad. I fucking it's so J- cool. Jaina in this expansion was so fucking badass. I loved her. I yeah. loved that song they made for her. Oh, it gave me fucking chills when I first heard every it. Every time. Every time. It was so good. Oh god. Yeah. Fuck. Now, now I'm gonna go listen to it after this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You should really try to do the Desire Lore fight though. It's so cool. Like, um one of the fights is the alliance is um mm-hmm. or is the horde you fight this big monkey that uh do you remember the monkey from the alliance questing where you like you yeah it, like, yeah smart? yeah and you make it get bigger too right yeah 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 so you fight the big monkey i i, I did the pre-quest for that i remember that yeah. and then the alliance fight a reanimated version that um von somdi he reanimates it after you kill it and sends it after the alliance so you also <laughs> oh, like, the alliance play that yeah you fight the giant reanimated monkey of the thing that you just like 
spend all your questing helping out. Like, it's so freaking rad. It's so cool. That's awesome. Like, they, they were so clever with the way they did that raid. And then um, after that was uh, the Yajara raid. I didn't do that one much. I wasn't a big fan. Like, one of the bosses was literally just the last boss of a Legion dungeon. But like, well, dude, what, what got me so disappointed yeah. is, you know, they've been teasing Queen Ashara for us for, like, ever. And I did the whole, like, questing through uh, Najatir, like, all the, the mainline quests. It was, like, not even that exciting. It's like, they've been teasing Queen Ashara for ever now. She's supposed to be this one who's been alive for, what, 10,000 years or something. And yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, oh, oh we killed her. Well I, well, I don't think we really killed her. She, Enzoth just sort of took her away. Grabbed so. her. Yeah. So there's probably... She's unless, coming back, for sure. Yeah, I was about to say, unless something happened in 8.3 that I wasn't aware of, that she's coming back. Yeah, so um, in the raid in 8.3, she's being tortured by one of Nizoth's minions, and we like kind of stopped that from happening. Mm, okay. yeah, I wasn't really paying yeah. attention. I was too busy doing the fucking like, raid mechanics. But yeah, um, yeah, yeah. so like... It's really cool that like if you're sitting in her boss room before you fight her, if you like slash kiss her slash fart at her, she just one shots you instantly. She just fucking kills you. Oh shit! It's like, so good. Yeah. During the fight or uh or, no, or like, before when you're just standing there like and she's standing there right like oh know, okay you know, like, okay red strat in her room. Yeah. If you like emote at her certain emotes, she just one shots you like off the bat. It's so funny. That's great. Yeah, oh, that's hilarious. So good. Yeah. What about the what about the Enzoth raid? Was that any good? Um kind of shit show some of the bosses just didn't work at first better now oh, shit um yeah yeah it, it felt a little rushed out compared to the rest of the expansion but um like the nazoth fight is such a pain in the fucking ass there's so much going on like you have to send half the raid group down to like this you know shadow realm thing thing like the, the stream vision uh we have to like fight this big thing by pulling it toward near these tentacles and killing the tentacles to give it a debuff and then you kill it and then you get pulled back out and you have to fight these tentacles and like then either pushes you or pulls you off the, the thing and like dude, there's just so many mechanics it's such a pain in the ass our guild killed it on heroic and we've not stepped foot back there since oh um, shit yeah we our guild does like heroic raid and then that's it like we don't we don't try for mythic or anything but uh took us quite a few nights uh, weeks of trying like oh such a pain in the ass but like i think some of the fights are really cool like there's yeah. um the one where the person's torturing uh, ajara because she like you know betrayed Nazoth or whatever the fuck, um, where like she sends out this ball and three people get an eye and uh, they have to intercept the ball and send it to the like other portal. Mm -hmm. So like you have to like you're basically playing soccer, but if you hit these like pillars of energy that show up in the middle, it instantly wipes through it. I think if you oh, do wow. like miss it twice, yeah. So you have to have everyone coordinating and getting the ball correctly. Um, you can decide who gets that buff, so it'll put down. Wow, like, three it seems like. It seems like raids are getting more and more complicated as the as the game goes on. Because shit, I think yeah. about raid mechanics from Burning Crusade and Wrath. I'm like, they sound so easy. When yeah, 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 yeah. It, it's, um, it's like you had to learn how to kite kite aggro or like kite the bosses around, or you know, make sure you taunt like you had the two tanks. Like, oh, you got to taunt on three stacks. You know. Yeah, I mean, there's still a lot of that happening, but there's yeah. also more i think for everyone else to do like the um the mecha torque fight in battle for desire lore i'm gonna keep referencing this one because it's so good um Zara, one um what you have to do is there's these little robots running around at mm -hmm. part of the fight and you have to um get inside the robot and somebody else inside another robot and you have to tell each other like you can't 
Well, I guess a bunch of people get in the robots and it'll start showing symbols above the robot's head. But if you're mm-hmm. inside the robot, you can't see it. So you need someone to tell you what symbol to push. Oh, so you'll have shit. like a bar of like five buttons and you need everyone else to tell you like, okay, you need to push the blue button. You need to push the green button. You need to push the red. That button. sounds pretty you sus. Do like three in a row. <laughs> Right, dude? I don't know. I wasn't the robot doing tasks, man. I don't, I was doing my job. Um, but yeah, you have to like push them in a certain order. And then yeah. um, I think in Mythic only, only the other people in the robots can see the symbols of other people's robot heads. Like it's, it's oh my God. like the amount of coordination you need is insane. It's really, really cool. Like it really forces you to have to work together as a guild. Dude, that's so, crazy. That's, that does yeah, sound fun. Super, super Shit. fun. Shit. So, what's the thing that you're excited about the most for Shadows Shadowlands? So, there is a an infinite dungeon called Torghast Tower of the Damned. Uh, this is basically the roguelike version of a dungeon in WoW. It's a one to five players, so you can go in solo. You can bring your friends. Uh, and oh, as you progress nice. deeper and deeper in, as you every time you make it to a new floor, you basically get to pick a new power. An example of one of those powers is like they're insanely strong. They're like. If you're a mage, the first spell you cast after uh, out of invisibility, so you cast invisibility spell on yourself, you're invisible. First spell you cast is 3,000% bonus damage. And as you progress to the tower, there's no time limit, but there yeah. is a motherfucker chasing you, and if he makes it to the exit before you, your run's over. Oh, shit. Yeah, so you have to like try to progress farther and farther and farther, and like uh, as you progress farther, you get materials to craft the new legendaries at the like the crafting legendaries. Oh, okay, thing. cool. Yeah, so it's super super cool. I'm really excited for that. And that does sound like some fun solo content at release, or like you know, you and I team up and try to see how far yeah. we can get. You know, it, that that sounds fun as hell. Yeah, they initially said it wasn't going to be like infinitely repeatable. You only have a certain number to do per week, or you'd have to grind something out. And then they're like, yeah, you know what? You can just do it as much as you want. Yeah, so why like not? they listened to feedback for that because people were upset that you could only do it however many times. So it's mm. nice that they're listening to feedback. Um, yeah. Yeah. And um, they're going back to level 60 with the level squish. Um, Did they mention that we're still going to be able to like solo old raids? Yeah. Um, so the old raids will scale like level 10, 20, 30, 40, like essentially what the expansion brackets would have been. Okay. Uh, so a- anything old content, you'll still be able to solo pretty easily. Like even now, if you walk into an old raid, you do get a secret buff that doesn't display in game that just makes you do more damage. Yeah, that just happens as soon as something is considered old content. Like in this expansion, uh, I think it was eight three or like right before they basically put that buff in for Legion raids, so they basically became soloable. Like they now consider mm. it past expansion content. Um, yeah, rather than I mean, it like, makes sense. Yeah, because it used to be like one expansion back wouldn't be considered past expansion content, so it'd still be really challenging. But like, I think halfway through the expansion, like, fuck it, just go farm your transmog. Transmog, the whole reason I play the game, by the way, I love transmogging. I, I need to, I need, I need to get into it because I, I got, I got, I did get hooked on like trying to do tier transmog farming for my druid. But God, so, some of those tier sets are such a pain in the ass to get, especially like the early ones, tiers one, two, and three. Yeah, getting multiple characters makes it easier. It took me a while to get like tier two, tier oh, one. Oh, what, what, what? Wait, can you do um? Wait, what do you mean you can do multiple characters like, like having multiple druids at max level? You can farm it. Oh, on each oh, I I see what you mean. Okay, yeah. I I thought you meant like, hey, my warlock could help you know my druid get stuff. No, that'd be nice. You got me so excited for a second. I'm like, wait, so I've been doing it on one fucking character the whole time? <laughs> no, just do it on the one character, like, uh, and maybe level some alts or whatever. But yeah, like that's why I've a lot of warrior transmog because I've got so many fucking warriors, you know. Um, um, makes sense. Yeah, yeah, makes sense. Uh, so, 
have you have you looked into Shadowlands at all or not? I mean, I, I've I'm trying to surprise myself with it. Okay. I know there's like the four covenants, and you get to choose one of the covenants or something. Um, yeah. Otherwise, I'm trying to go into it as ignorant as possible, like. Cause I, cause I'll check MMO champion almost like every day now because I want to know like, Hey, is pre-patch going to drop soon? And, and I know they have like long things of like, Hey, this is what's happening during the pre-patch story. And I'm like, all right, I want to ignore that. I don't want to know anything about it. Or they'll sometimes spoil like, Hey, these are what certain quests are going to happen in the game. I'm like, Nope, going to ignore that. I don't want to know right. anything. So I really don't know a lot of what's ha going to happen in the game. Like as far as mechanics go, um, w what new borrowed powers are we going to have you know yeah so the most important thing to just make note of is each of the four covenants each have a special covenant ability for joining them yeah I, i've, I've heard about covenant. that yeah and then each class depending on the covenant gets a, a second ability and it's not spec based it's class based so like a, a venthyr death knight is going to have a different ability from like a, a bastion death knight yeah, and I've heard people don't like that because there's going to be obvious uh, covenants that are going to be better for raiding or better for PvP and all that, and they have to pick that. But what if they don't want to pick that? Um, and then Blizzard will probably just change their minds halfway through the expansion. Yeah, probably. Like, So there was a big argument. Like, I think Ian Hasakostas said, uh, we can pull the ripcord uh, at any time and just let you just swap covenant abilities however you want. And then later on, they said, we can't just pull the record because there are systems that are tied to those covenant abilities that pulling the record would make would fundamentally break them. So everyone's like, oh, we lied, oh, we lied. And what he said was we can pull the record later down the line. Obviously, they need to, to work on yeah. getting to that point. They can't just do it now. And everyone's saying pull the record before the expansion launches. And I don't think that's like the well, right take either. Much like the magic community, the WoW community likes to get upraged about oh, yeah, just about of everything. Course, of so, course. Yeah, yeah. That's so, just communities. So, general, so let like me it. ask you this. So are these covenant abilities? So in the past two expansions, we had the artifact weapons we had to level up and the the uh, Heart of Azeroth necklace we had to level up. Is this going to be another covenant thing that we have to level up, essentially? Um, yeah. So the way the covenants work is uh, you have like anima power and the anima power levels up the covenant. It's it's a lot more simple this time. Along. Uh, There's just a bar, you straight level and it unlocks, I think, two levels per week. Uh, if you swap covenants, which... You, there's like a weekly reset to get back to an old covenant you've already joined. So oh, okay. So you can too. swap then. You can swap them, but it, there is, you know, a yeah, small cost there. A, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but when you go back or you join a new covenant, um, everything you do will give you animal power up to like that weekly cap anyways. So if okay. like, let's say you leave your covenant at 22 and you join a new one, you start at one, but like doing random dungeons, doing random raids, doing like all the content you would normally do anyways, will give you that animal power and level you up to whatever the current cap is anyways. So it's not infinitely grindable like um, Azeroth or like artifact power or Azerite power. It's not going to be like you can grind this up to ridiculous numbers. It's going to be like there's this hard cap every every week of like two extra levels. And are and, there going to uh, be stupid mission tables? I I got to admit I hate those things. The mission table is a bit more like an auto battler like um, the the League of Legends like team fight tactics. Yeah, yeah. Where yeah. you like fought them in and then they like auto battle against each other. So it's a little more like you don't just slot in your guy and, and hit go. You kind of have to like think about it a little more. I think it's fine. I don't think I, I liked the way it was handled at BFA, where you really don't need to do it. It just kind of is there. Yeah, it, yeah, I, yeah. I did. I did like that better with BFA, where it it didn't feel required. To, it was yeah. just helpful to get some gold or some reputation type stuff. But whereas, yeah. like in in Warlords and Legion, it was like required. You had to yeah. do it, and yeah. all that. And that was so annoying. Like it it was fun at first, but then you realize. 
that I remember that was a big complaint about garrisons where you're like, oh, so my followers get to have more fun than I do. You know, right? they're doing more quests <laughs> than I am. What the fuck? Um, yeah. So, um, I I think the BFA ones were really good. Like the the best thing you get from them were like flight paths to be in the enemy territories. Like you could get like oh yeah yeah that's right that's right yeah. yeah. I think that's a fine reward for something like that. I, I think like you said the the Legion and, and and Warlords ones were like kind of egregious with how much you had to do them and the fact that you could do them on your phone. Like it kind of felt like I had to be I had to be doing that all the time on my phone. Yeah, it, it felt like up. a job. It, um, it, it really yeah. felt like it, and especially when you you're leveling up multiple alts and you want to like unlock stuff for your class hall and all that, or unlock stuff for your garrison. It became a job. Like you'd have to jump between each character. All right, what class? You know, what quest? Whatever, whatever. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah, it was really annoying. Um, like you, you still have to do those if you want to complete the class halls, which is really dumb. I think that they should remove that or speed it up or something but it's at the end of the day it's whatever and and, well and it doesn't help that they completely nerf all the gold that you can get off of those too so it's like they had to i i understand they have to and all that but i mean at this point gold's useless in the game well actually not really because you can get game time with it now and yeah so i mean you can get the uh the auction house mount for five million gold i think that that I think that having those big gold sinks like the 5 million gold auction house Brutosaur or like the 1 million gold spider from Legion or whatever, I think yeah. those are really good to have as like gold sinks for people so that the economy can kind of reset itself more or less. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, dude, I remember um, I remember when uh, Inscription came out in Wrath of the Lich King and dude, I made so much money Same. on my Warlock oh my doing God. that. Holy shit. Friggin' I... I can't even remember how much money I made on that shit and just I, I would literally spend like my night just get, collecting all the inks and all that stuff and just selling glyphs and all that. God, whatever whatever happened with inscription, they got rid of it, didn't they? Or No, it's still around. Um It's definitely not the make, same as it used to be. Yeah, so you can make uh glyphs still, but glyphs don't work like they used to. Uh that you just apply them to whatever spell you apply them to. I think they're getting some stuff in in Shadowlands where uh, they're kind of changing the crafting system a little bit so that for like the old for the better. So like let's say you have a vanilla crafting recipe, you can mm-hmm. then slot it in with an inscription item that increases the level as you level up. Like so you can bring it to like cap twenty, cap thirty, cap forty, cap fifty. It's not bad. So like yeah, so like let's say there's like a unique item that you can craft on your blacksmith from vanilla that you wanna maybe bring forward. As you level mm-hmm. up, you can do that now, and that's really cool. I think that's you make awesome. that with Inscription. Uh, inscription can still make the Dark Moon cards, which usually at the start of an expansion, Dark Moon cards are like best in slot trinkets that eventually fall off, but you, yeah. usually as expansion goes on, they like give you things to increase the item level. You can make stabs, uh, you can make offhand books and um, scrolls, but I think they're removing like scrolls. So, um, it's another thing they're doing in Shadowlands, you know, the, the drums of Fury buff, like that's basically mm-hmm. just full bust. They're nerfing the shit out of it. It's going from 25% oh, to 15 Yeah. Oh, so damn. I think they're removing, like, the stamina scrolls and all that stuff. So they're doing stuff with Inscription. I haven't really been paying attention to it. I'm not... I don't like the crafting system. Well, it's not very good. They need to overhaul that shit, like, hardcore, but... Yeah. Whatever. No, for sure. But, um... Oh, man. I, I'm I'm excited about it. It's, um... I'm definitely excited about the story. I hope they do my girl Sylvanas justice. Because... It... I was so disappointed when she just like freaking killed Sourfang and just said fuck the horde pretty much and left and I'm all what the fuck's going on man I, I really hope I really hope there's a payoff 
Yeah, I. So a lot of people disagree with me, but I think it's more of a we're doing this because, like, the, there's something wrong with Azeroth, right? Like, there's definitely something bucky going on there. It's supposed to be like the world soul of of a titan inside yeah. our planet, but there's some funky shit going on where all these forces are coming after it, like the the shadow, the void, um, chaos. Like the Legion wants to destroy it because. Uh, I think Sargeras thinks it's going to get corrupted and, and bad shit's going to happen. Like, there's some some funky shit we're not being told that's going on there. And I think they're probably going to give Sylvanas a redemption arc because that's like what Blizzard does. Like, look at Kerrigan, look at like half the characters they've ever had. They give them these like yeah. really bad characters, these really big redemption arcs. It's what they do. Yeah. Well, well, and then Arthas is going to be good too in Shadowlands. They're going to get him from the Maw and he's going <sighs> to. God, I hope not. We'll see. So, like, you know Arthas' plan, Arthas and Ner'zhul's plan, was to defeat the Legion by turning the greatest champions of Azeroth into their undead servants, right? Like, yeah. that's why he was testing you through all of, of Wrath of the yeah, Witch King. Yeah, yeah. Like, th- their idea was to be a good guy in the most fucked up way possible. Like, look at Illidan, right? He, he killed swaths of people in order to try to defeat the Legion. Like, his motivations were, were good, but his methods were fucking horrible. Yeah. Right? Absolutely. So, like, that's terrible. just kind of the way Blizzard writes characters. So, I don't know why Sylvanas would be any different. Yeah, probably. Oh, I, I killed all the Night Elves to save them. <laughs> well, I think she killed the Night Elves to help power the, the, the Maw. Like, oh, the machine of death, right? Yeah. That's got to be it. Well, there was also another uh, theory that not only she was also trying to um, weaken Enzoth, too. Yeah. Some, I don't fucking know how. I don't know. Yeah. Um, all right, man. Well, it's getting uh, a little bit late for, for me here. I'd love to keep talking WoW here, but I know this is Magic the Gathering. And while, you know, I like talking WoW, we definitely need to do it again, though, man. Um, for sure. Definitely looking forward to Shadowlands. Definitely looking forward to playing EDH more with you. Um, oh, where can people find you if they want to reach out or follow you and all that? Yeah, I'd say follow me on Twitter at Foodtime Gaming. You'll see this icon right there, so it's super easy to find um, <laughs> if, you're, if you're watching on a video. Uh, at uh, Twitch, you can find me at twitch.tv slash foodtime. I do own that, so go ahead and follow me there. I've been doing some deck tech builds. Not deck tech yeah. builds, but like some live brewing of Commander decks there. I play some other games. A lot of Fantasy Star Online too. Very Japanese week. Super fun. Uh, <laughs> and if you want to listen to me talk more about Magic the Gathering, uh, do a podcast with some friends, like Zubi mentioned earlier. Uh, rather be drafting uh, our, our mtgrbd.podbean.com. You can also find Rather be drafting and end with a little hyphen, right? Uh, and all of your your favorite podcast apps. I think we're on like all of them. So so go look us up. Sweet, awesome. Well, thank you again, man, for coming on. It's been great. It was a blast talking with you. Yeah, super fun. All right, thank you. Have a good night. You too. Hey everybody, and thank you all for listening to the show. It was a little bit long, but I enjoyed the hell out of it. And yeah, we did talk a lot about WoW, but that's just another passion that we have that we really enjoyed. But we we got some good magic talk in there too. And, um, you know, let me know what you all think. Uh, you know, you can leave a comment below or send me an email, reach out to me via Twitter, let me know. And um, yeah, uh, thank you all again for listening. You all are great and uh, have a good night. All right.